And welcome back to episode 44 of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast, a podcast by crew for crew. I'm your host, Big Keith, joined as always by my co-host, Big Joey. Hey, I'm here again. And our special guest this week, we've got Mr. Eric Carpenter, a.k.a. Coach Carp. Hey, boys. What's going on tonight? Howdy. How are you guys doing? Well, we're a little late this morning, this evening. It is. It's not Oof. morning. It's this evening. I've been off today. So my whole <laughs> reference of time, it's just like, you know, very odd. Uh, I've like, well, I've done, I, think I've, I don't think I've actually recorded on a day off before ever. This might be a first. So this is kind of cool. But with that being said, I'm still not drinking any beer because I don't want to ruin my tomorrow day off. So uh, I'm knocking out some uh, Poland Springs water with a little bit of a uh, Mio orange in it tonight. That is what I'm drinking. So I didn't have anything carbonated left. So just some fashion water with a, a little Mio flavor. Surprising. Surprising you went orange there. Yeah, big yeah surprise, shocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go red, but I figured I'd save that for you. Well, uh, you want me to get crack into mine? I've got the uh, classic Diet Coke, Ooh. the original sparkling water. <laughs> and uh, it's a crispy crack on that one. And the Lift Hard, Live Easy. Oh, boy. Koozie. That's a molasses flavored sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Big Joey? Oh, uh, Morgan set this one up for me today. Uh, this is the Crew Premium Lager. I don't know if I can get that on. There we go. I, I get so for the for 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 the audio listeners, it is not C R U Umlaut, uh, but it is C R E W, which is close enough. We created Good that. Ass. Yeah, yeah uh, this is a crisp and refreshing lager crafted to honor the camaraderie found among fellow travelers. Sure, uh, it's a Canadian company. It it's a basic lager. It does not taste fantastic, but it does not taste offensive. And then, it's your favorite color, so that works. Blue? Eh, it looks purple from here, but maybe it's the video. And I also have the Lift Hard Live Easy yeah. drink insulator. Same color as the Crew Royale, if I'm not mistaken. It was, actually, pretty, yeah. Let's be. Crew Royale with cheese. Well, I'm wearing the, uh, as far as what we're wearing this week, I got the old Lift Hard Live Easy shirt. And uh, Carps looks like he's knocking out the Massonomics seven-year podcast shirt. But the important one I'm going to talk about is I'm pretty sure Joey's got a new fancy shirt on. What, what, what do you got there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the You and You podcast. I, yeah. Yeah. I haven't. I don't think I posted the – did I post the back yet on Instagram? Mm, I think I saw it in a video or I, – I, you know, I, so I much... sent it directly to you. Yeah, so I saw yeah. it there. So it's a red shirt. It's got white you with the umlauts, You and You podcast. Uh, I did do it in Comic Sans because fuck you designers. And then on the back, it says for crew by crew mocked on discord by crew. <laughs> That's great. I do enjoy that. I, uh, and it was just an Amazon special. So yes. are we going to come out with a uh, merch? I don't see it happening because it's a lot of work, uh, but feel free to reach out to big Nate or one of us and we can get you, you know, some, some, some higher quality, uh, images if you wanted to try to upload anything or just you know type type out the i mean they're literally there's a million different websites you can just type out the text <laughs> and make the shirt i think coach carp did you end up uh getting one made i think I, you had asked about i don't it. yet but i do have the stuff you sent me yeah i was getting ready to say you guys have a had a new drop this week for the crew but uh joey made you know, i've seen the version one of keys and now joey's got <laughs> i like joey's. different colors that's that's i like the red i when i went to go order mine i don't think they had a I, the way I imported mine, it would have been hard to like make the shirt red with the mm. with the with the picture I imported. So I kind of just had to go black and white. But the red and, pops. 
and I do like this because it feels almost um, like the the writing is dyed in. Mm-hmm. Like it's not vinyl covered. I think it's uh, screen printed. Yeah, so you don't have that itchy. Yeah, like, like it's not that. heavy when I sweat yeah. or anything like that. So I think this is this was worth about the thirty dollars I paid for it. It's less right. than the Masonomic shirt. <laughs> yeah, it looks like looks like you got a better blank than Keith did. <laughs> yeah, mine, <laughs> mine's a little floppy. Mine, mine's mine fits like a true two X, and I'm probably more like a one point five X. <laughs> oh, this was a large, and I opened it and I I put it on, and I was like, I don't think this is a large. That's twice I've done that now. I better not be. I'm not buying any extra larges. Like, sorry guys, I'm gonna be walking around like I'm in the baby gap. I'm not changing <laughs> any more shirt sizes. I'll oh, stop benching. Who was that? Was that Grayson that said uh, Hannah's parents bought him a medium shirt? And anyone that knows Grayson, he's 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 a smaller guy, but not a medium. Like like yep. he's small in stature, and like he's like five foot four, but he's not a medium. He's uh, at least not a massonomics medium. <laughs> you can tear right but, through uh, it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did you guys have a chance to watch any of the YouTube videos? We, I think they they dropped the crew fall ones last Friday, so we missed that. And then Jonah's gym tour hit today, so there's two videos we have not talked about yet on this episode. I did not watch the gym tour one, but I assume you two did since you guys love that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I'll let you guys have at that one. But I did watch the crew falls one. Yeah, yeah the the gym tour was cool. I mean, I, I lived it firsthand, so there wasn't anything I really caught me off guard. Uh, what about you, Carp? Did you see anything in the gym that you were like, "Ooh, that's neat." I liked his uh, all the platforms right in the middle, and then he mm-hmm. had that uh, that track area behind for like you know, sandbag work, bag bag. You know what I'm saying? Either way, <laughs> oh yeah, depending on what part of the country you're from. Uh, but then he had that. Uh, he said the one that was a powerlifting uh, bench nationals. He had that special carpet, and oh, a lot yeah, of guys yeah. were yep. reaching out to him trying to figure out where you can get that carpet because it's really grippy for the the bench nationals. And so if the if the heaviest benchers in the world are using it and they like it, then it must be all right. And that that is a thing. Like you hear a lot of guys go to these like these high payout meets, and they just like rush to build a. You know, someone just got into someone's new to to doing meet like being a meet director and just toss together a bunch of shit and think they have it all figured out. And they buy some like shitty carpet from Home Depot, and the guys complain about it because their feet are literally slipping out on bench. Like you wouldn't think it's. I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's a big enough of a deal that if you're there to perform at a high level, and your feet can't fucking get planted on the ground like you're gonna be a problem so that was kind of cool that he uh i i enjoyed that caveat as well in the video but uh i think the more fun video that we all watched was the 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 you know tommy and tanner's crew falls recap of the uh the last weekend at crew falls so i lived it i don't really need to talk about it what'd you guys think i thought it was just funny seeing tanner carry whatever it was 20 chicken bakes in a big box uh, yeah that you guys and you guys all got seating i know you had to kind of wait you know, be strategic about the seating, but, uh, and then apparently some of the other guys got, uh, Sundays and things while they're waiting. So there's no, there's no telling how many calories got put down in about 20, 30 minutes in there. Oh yeah. I have so many hacks for the, for Costco. Like you get an ice cream and you get a drink and then you just like, you don't do a Sunday or anything. You just get an ice cream and that's how you make like the cheapest float. Oh yeah. You just get a root beer and dump the, the, ice cream into the float, but, um, fantastic. And like, I think I messaged in the discord. It was funny. Cause I'm like watching this video, which is, I, I know is supposed to be a fun video, but I'm like whisper cheering you guys on during your lifts. Like when Jake was like grinding through that deadlift, I'm sitting there going, get it up, get it up. And then I was like, I don't even know the guy. And it's a video on my phone, but I'm like yelling, like I'm in a, like in a meet, like, ah, <laughs> so that was pretty funny that, but I mean, that's just the kind of relationship that the crew has and the crew has built. Um, 
Tron kind of new to the crew, but just seems like he fits right in. Just slid in like like a hot dog into a bun. Right right into those DMs. Yeah, he uh the showing up with the 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 Croy, Lacrox. Um when he said, honestly, it's probably the funniest thing I've heard in a long time, this chicken bake restaurant sells all these knickknacks. Yeah. I laughed so hard. Like you know, like I'm very familiar with Costco. I thought that was freaking hilarious. So it was a good video and it was really fun to watch. Sad to see it end, but Keith one eye in it. Uh, Man, they didn't they didn't want to let me go. That was really funny. Like I would like I didn't realize because I had no I hadn't seen that image of myself until that video. And I was like, oh, I look at I look as tired as I remember feeling. Yeah. <laughs> like like I visibly like that's how I look when we usually roll into hour two point five on this on this podcast is kind of uh, the exact face I looked. So I'm I'm not drunk. I'm just tired from drinking all night. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but trust me, I know because that's how they got me to top shelf. Like I was doing the rounds with Jen saying like, bye everybody, bye everybody. And then Bryce was like, no, like you could just feel him come in like, like jaws. He's like, no, we're going top shelf. So like, I know the feeling when you're trying to go and they're just like, nah, you're not leaving anywhere. So (laughs) believe me, I know that. Hmm. Well, that wasn't the only, uh, you know, those two videos might be in the top three of like, you know, through content that have, have has come out in the last few days. So, uh, Eric, did you get a chance to watch the uh, the We Are Crew IG video that we posted yesterday? I did. Yeah, with the uh, with the uh, all the guys and oh the, yeah, a couple of seconds and the the quick cuts. Yeah, uh, scans and some of the guys on there. Yes, I saw that one. I thought it was pretty cool, man. Nice. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, if if you're not on Instagram a lot, you know that has been a, a pretty virally trend the last few weeks. Uh, we might have been about a week late getting it out, but you know, I think it's still relevant. I think it's still funny. I think everyone got it. Uh, we, I think we all. I mean, it was pretty cool. There were like six or seven of us that took the time out of our you know busy lives to go record. You know, some of us put. <laughs> I did like three or four different videos in my basement, so I, I have I have a total of like five minute investment. But some of the guys, you know, was it a uh, freaking big Matt and. Big Murph actually like, you know, went out of their way to meet up. So that was really cool. Um, so just like the fact that like all of us were like, yeah, I want to be part of this. I'm going to invest however much time and effort into doing it. And then, you know, Nate, whenever he had a, you know, a, when Nate actually had a free minute, was able to click, clip it all together for us. And uh, we got it out there and they actually ended up talking about it a fair amount on last night's uh, live recording during the supporting our members. So that'll be cool to hear next week. But I thought that was fun to be part of. Uh yeah, it's uh, it, I know it's your guys' content, but to me, it kind of harkened back to the uh, the band tea, the yeah, buddy, lightweight tea, where everybody joined in and did the old uh, what was it the insurance commercial uh, spoof about it's my uh, buddy, light tea, oh, and yeah, I want yeah. it now. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, right about that one. Yeah, uh, performing well, sixteen hundred views. Nice. Yep, nineteen shares only 76 likes but i mean considering our following counts yeah i don't we don't get more than if we get 50 likes that's a lot for our ig honestly so i'll take it so it's performing well and of course it should they they post they reposted it i'd like to see their um i haven't actually looked because i don't think they tagged any of us in their post they they, they actually posted it on their ig yeah i don't know if you saw the message but tanner messaged me about the collaborator thing and uh I'll, I'll talk, we can talk about that off air. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that off air. 
uh, yeah. off off camera. We'll do it live, but uh, no, that's cool. I'll have to I'll have to check that out. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I was glad to be a part of it. Hope everyone enjoyed it, and uh, you know, we'll try to. I think it's cool that we have that. We have our platform now, where it's like more communal, like the crew crest. You know, unpaid and underrated. Like it's not just like one dude posting the video and kind of getting all the clout for it and then trying to tag mm-hmm. everyone. It's like, like our Instagram is like, it is the cruise Instagram, you know? So that's yeah. how I kind of look at it. It's, it's I like, it's, it's more of a communal place to put that rather than like an individual. So I think that was cool. I think everyone enjoyed being a part of it and, you know, that's a, good, and that's a good way to word it. Cause I think that, you know, I, I have every intention of doing more stuff like that. Yeah, I know that rang hurting kittens, which is another video oh, I think God. I'm going to make. Oh yeah. We can oh, talk about yeah. That. I, let's right not there. talk about that because I'm going to make a video of that. I'm going to see All if right. Nate can can help me out with that. <laughs> um, but it's essentially just going to be uh, in the chat. I had said, I'm not typing all this. So I put out a video that just said, hi, guys. This is what we want to do. We want to do it by this date. Let me know if you can record something and send it to us, blah, blah, blah. And then there was probably two hours of just everybody in that chat ragging on me bragging on each other, getting mad, cracking jokes. And like, I remember distinctly sitting at the table, laughing my ass off and Mark was like, what's so funny. And I was like, I'm hurting kittens right now, trying to get them to do a video for me. And it's the funniest, I think just back and forth I've ever seen. So I, I might do just a video of some of the, the comments in that thread. Because oh, yeah, yeah. That would, that, that would, yeah. that would actually hit. Cause like everyone <laughs> that would watch it, like our viewers, the majority of them wouldn't recognize the names and be like, Oh, that's something they would say or, yeah. you know, it'd just be funny. Uh, so to continue the trend of awesome stuff, the crew is doing, um, it, it probably, it literally just got posted like an hour ago. So not everyone has maybe seen it yet, but big Kevin posted a, a map of basically, I'm assuming he got the list from Tommy and Tanner, just like a generic, these are the zip codes of supporting members. And he was able to, uh, I'm, I, I hope he found a way to AI implement it because I hope he didn't sit there <laughs> and type out fucking 300 zip codes because that would be tedious. But there's a map right now. I just shared it on our Instagram. It's on the Discord uh, where you can literally like see everywhere there's a supporting member. Uh, there's, a, there's a there's a pin on the world map, and I think that's pretty cool. The only thing I wasn't sure about is if when there's repeat zip codes, I don't think there was two pins. So. Because in Rochester specifically, I know there's a dude that lives like a mile from me that's actually a supporting member, and I'd only saw the all all the like there were three there were three pins in in like you know within like a twenty mile radius of my house, uh, and I knew the other two dudes, and but the, the other guy he didn't see him on there, so I'm assuming if it was a repeat zip, maybe the you're you know you didn't get a second pin. It's the only thing I could think of, but very cool nonetheless. And you and Steve are on there. Uh, I'm assuming Steve is the other crew because there's like there's one in Hamilton and one south of Hamilton ish i mean yeah yeah i'd be the one south of hamilton ish okay and he's closer to hamilton well yeah he's in hamilton okay so then there's there's the two yeah so that's cool that's cool we we skipped over rating last week's episode no it's it's this is not a descending order necessarily Mm-hmm. I, but oh, yeah. This, yeah you're the guy to tell me not to follow the instructions well, i usually try to get the rate the last <laughs> it's usually like i usually try to have it at the i have it at the end but then like just as i type stuff out it just you know it is what it is but yeah let's let's uh eric what'd you think last week's episode of the massonomics podcast oh man that's a tough one um you know uh with a punter being on there you normally you would think hey uh 
this guy's a kicker. He's he's not that strong. You know, he's probably middle middle of the pack at best. And then you, you see he has that viral clip that goes wild uh, wild all over the internet. And uh, I thought it was funny because I went, I remember watching that video live when I saw it, and uh, I was like, man, this guy's going to get murdered for depth. Like, I'm not going to say anything, but like, I can see the trolls out there in the world. Yeah. So, and that was the, one of the first things he said is that, oh yeah, I got all kinds of stuff in my DMs about <laughs> it's not ass to grass, buddy. So I'm definitely going to have to give it uh, five iPod touches on that one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I saw that or, you know, I did, that was my, I'm a, I'm kind of a, you know, a, I'm a, I'm a gatekeeper on depths, but it is what it is. The guy is significantly stronger than me. makes a lot more money than me. <laughs> if you watch all his other, if you watch any of his other videos, like you put the effort into watching his other videos, he can squat significantly more than that to depth. And he can fucking pull like 700 for reps. So I'm not telling yeah. him shit. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that video was a little high, but it is what it is. It was still pretty cool. Um, and that was that would have been the the Sioux Falls recap uh, video, uh, you know, episode of them, too. So having them getting their perspective was probably, you know, I enjoyed getting their perspective. And I hope as the listeners of both podcasts, you basically two days in a row would have heard, you know, this the sister podcast give their opinion of how the weekend went. And then, you know, me give my opinion, of how the weekend went. So I think that was just good content all around, uh, for anyone that wasn't there. So for all those reasons, uh, let's see on the glaze scale. No, it's, it's not on the glaze scale. So we'll go ahead and do a five iPod touches. <laughs> uh, the good old glaze scale. Um, yeah, uh, it kind of felt like the guy wasn't sure why he was there at first. <laughs> and it's, again, I've said it before. It's kind of my favorite, uh, my favorite guest is they like you hear the second they catch on, you know, where they're like, and it's usually during overrated, underrated is they're suddenly just like, wait, like, has this been not serious the whole time? <laughs> and I, I like that realization. Uh, I did see the video and I did see all the trolls and all of the, the depth hate, but I'm going to say something very controversial. Um, Generally, the type of people that couldn't even hold the weight on their shoulders are going to be the ones to complain that he wasn't to depth. Uh, I get it. You know, people have done that to me. Where they're like, oh, it wasn't to depth. And I was like, you can barely fucking squat two plates. Like, like if I didn't crack parallel on double my body weight, like, calm down, man. <laughs> like, it's fine. Um, so that's just one of those. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. But um, good episode. Hearing the, the Falls recap was really fun made me kind of jealous i missed it but also i can only travel across the continent so many times in the span of one fiscal year so i think i'm gonna go ahead and give it kevin if you're listening i think we'll give this one a five so make sure you put that one on the spreadsheet there's five ipod touches good rating i think with, uh, the average will come out uh you know on the back end i'm not i don't have a calculator so we can't figure that one out we're not big math Oh, <laughs> I love that that hasn't gone away. No, and and I, it's like, a, like I make a lot of movie references, like a lot of movie references. Like last week when you were talking about being stuck in a car and I said, or in an uncomfortable place, something like that. And I was like, like the back of a Volkswagen. So that is from mall rat mm -hmm. when, when they're talking about anal sex. I've seen that. I I don't think I've seen that. But I saw that movie like 20 years ago once. And then, a, and then you were like, yeah, it was really small. And I don't know if you saw, I like muted my mic and died oh, for a funny. second. And like somebody finally caught it yeah, in the, the Discord. Discord. I saw that. So what are you, big math now is actually a super troopers joke from when I, didn't, I actually didn't know that. I just thought it was. Well, it's kind of, I, I, I thought we were making fun of like Matt and 
his name it, a little bit a little bit like math. because he was the one that said something to me about my math yeah. and i was like what are you big math like instead of big math but it's also from super troopers where he says what are you the shoe police now and because it's funny because they're the real police so i i always like that what are you the blank now so gotcha, i love that gotcha, we're gotcha. still doing the big math joke because it makes me fucking die every time <laughs> yes i enjoy a good harken uh i think i'm i still get fucking uh what's this ryan tagged me in a platypus thing today so like that's not gonna die either <laughs> like, like that was like episode like uh, it's like episode like three or something yeah, like that it was like, early yeah it was super early so that's, uh, that. by the way that's the segment of joey poorly explains his movie references mm-hmm, that nobody mm-hmm, ever gets mm-hmm. but me and like one other person <laughs> nice. like, i get most of them i get most of them all right good 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 yeah the volkswagen one was really funny because like Keith was like, yeah, it was really small and didn't clue in to the joke. Well, at all. I mean, a Volkswagen is, I, I must have been on the fly. Just and like, hookers in the trunk. Yeah. This yeah. week I was, uh, I just randomly had enough time this week to actually listen to our episode. Cause also it was like, it was with the, like, like the core three, you know, with our quote unquote leader. So it was nice to, uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed listening back to this one, but I definitely caught like at least 10 things that I don't remember hearing live like at all. So that kind of is going to maybe nudge me to like, oh, maybe I should get back into listening to every episode. But it's just like, fuck, that's another three. <laughs> so another two and a half hours I got to find now of my uh, own voice. Yeah. <sighs> as well but, sit in the dark and masturbate to my own picture. Like it's weird, man. It's, it's weird listening to your own podcast. I anyway, someone. So I wish we had the. I wish I had a timestamp because I want someone to clip that, and I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting in the dark, masturbating to a picture of myself. That is the. I parent. Oh, God damn, that's gonna be the fucking show. Time. Never again. Christ. Never again. It was one time. It's more like Mark Wahlberg and fear, isn't it? Now, was there any? <laughs> it is, uh, actually. Was there any crunchy peanut butter involved when you were sitting in the dark down there by yourself? Oh, buddy, let me tell you, crunchy peanut butter is winning my poll. It's because you that? rigged it with crunchy versus whipped, and it's not a thing. <laughs> I had to off. ask this fucker if, if if whipped is what they call it in Canada, because like he says weird shit all the time that is like just Canadian speak, and I'm like, is that Canadian? And he's like, no, no. I'm just fucking with you. I'm no, like, okay. I was totally I just being know. silly. I wanted to be like best peanut butter, crunchy, or and then the one was going to be the wrong answer. Um, but no, like I like both peanut butter, but it was just funny that I was eating crackers with crunchy peanut butter and I was like, I'm going to trigger the fuck out of Keith right now. <laughs> and then, so big Jake was like, does whipped, what does that mean? And you know, he says, what is whipped? What is whipped peanut butter? And I said, it's boring is what it is. That's he goes, enjoy your gravel. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, I, I think it, it threw me off too. Cause I think there is like a. There are so there's like different there's so many different variations of peanut butter where they try to make it like somewhat healthy and I, for some reason I think there is like a more fluffy like not creamy there is like a more like lighter peanut butter like not like healthy light but just like it, it's just, I don't know it's got more fucking air in it or something I don't know it's currently fifty eight to forty two in yes. favor of crunchy ice cream or crunchy ice cream crunchy peanut butter that's. <laughs> <laughs> So you got some orange glaze talk here and then we can get into some predictions. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, this is a really funny story um, to me. I hope nobody else laughs and I just look like a big loser doing this. Um, I phoned my wife on my way home from work and I was like, um, is there anywhere I need to stop? Cause she's been on a baking frenzy and every year she goes on and bakes like, like everything for my guys at work, for the teachers, for the bus drivers, like everything. Cause she just wants to, you know, spread love. And she goes, Oh, can you stop um, at the LCBO and get me some Grand Marnier? I was like, Grand Marnier? Yeah, sure. But you don't drink that. What do you, why do you want it? She says, well, 
I made these orange and clove um, chocolate bites, but they need, um, there's like a cream that I can toss them in that uses Grand Marnier. Um, and the Grand Marnier adds an orange flavor. And I yelled, are you fucking making orange glaze? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes silent for a second. She goes, I am making an orange glaze. Yes. Yes, I am. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was that like, oh, good. I'm putting that in the show notes as soon as I pull over. That's great. And I know, <laughs> is she a casual? Like, I know she's listened. I don't want to assume she listened to every episode, but I know she has listened think, to some I of think your she's listened episodes. To every episode. okay. That's, that's, that's supportive. So she actually got it then. So that's cool too. Cause if, mm-hmm. if that had been like reversed and I asked my wife that she's like, she, she has no fucking clue what orange glaze is <laughs> other than like one of the thousand fucking meme accounts that follows her that she doesn't know who they are. Yeah. Like, so that's, I don't even know if she knows that I'm orange, but like I'm the original orange glaze. Shout out to big Stephanie. Yeah. She is a, she's a trooper. Uh, she's not loving the whole, uh, she doesn't doesn't work from home anymore and with the holiday season and I just started my vacation. So she's like miserable that like I get to be home for the next like 10 days and she's got to go to work. Uh, so oh. that's uh, she's, she's slightly annoyed at me just for the fact that I was able to use my PTO. Uh, well, we're going to do a quick little segment here. Which, uh, something we definitely did not steal from the sister podcast at all. It's something <laughs> Joey and I came up with with Nate's help, you know. We're going to go ahead and do three quick little topics where we mention something and Joey and I are going to pick if we think it is, uh, you know, what the answer is going to be. I explained that extremely horribly. but yeah, it was great. It was great work. Uh, wow, it was great work, Trebek. Well, Joey, you want to take over and explain to me what I'm talking about? No, because I actually still don't know myself. Um, it's just the 2024 predictions. We've got three little things here that we're going to... Uh, somebody submitted the question, and we're just going to like answer it now, and then in a year, compare it to our answers to see what actually happened. So, for example, how many bars will Tanner buy for the gym? Yes, And it was like under 10, over 10, or something like that. And then it turned out to be like 25, because Tanner's a nightmare. And... That's why Joey has the uh, English degree or the writing degree, and I do not, because I why. couldn't. I couldn't speak those words for some reason. So you're the judge, and I'm the law talking guy. Yeah. But here, okay. So number one, <laughs> we we being the unpaid underrated podcast will produce more podcast runtime than Massonomics. So as in, like, when 2024 wraps up on Spotify, the amount of runtime for someone that listened to both podcasts to completion. For the entire year, we're going to edge them out. My I, prediction. I just want to say that uh, that two completion and edging are very different things. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man, I got. Oh, man, I can't say it on the podcast, but me and that's my, part me of the living Chris easy, right? Talking about something about that's... that kind of sort of. Oh, he's going to laugh when he listens to this in three months. Okay, so will we produce more? material on podcast more minutes than massonomics in 2024 i'm gonna say yes because i believe we're gonna last the entire year we're not gonna run out of guests we're gonna keep this train rolling and our average runtime will edge theirs out by probably at least five to ten minute average runtime so i'm gonna say we do have more minutes produced what about you joey i'm gonna say no and i'm gonna say it's because of the next prediction which was um, we will have five or more non-interview episodes in 2024. And I think that we are going to lose half an hour to an hour on those 
episodes because I think if they're non-interview episodes, we're not going to go for three hours. We're going to go for an hour and a half or two hours. Yeah. And five, I think, so what, 52 weeks a year, if we're doing five, that's 10% of our episodes. I'm going to say we end up with a few more than that. I'm going to say that we're going to go between seven to 10. Okay. Fuck. And I'm going to, I'm going to go just so there's a discrepancy, just so it's more fun. Even though I think, like, I honestly think it'll be five to six, I'll go under because it's a good chance it still might be four because that's, that's one a quarter. Um, Mm -hmm. that means like, and it's either you and I basically have a guest no show or, you know, because I don't think we're not going to get a guest. Like, we should be able to get a guest. Uh, so it's going to be non interview would, non interview would be draft, right? Yeah, the yeah. So that's what I was getting at. Like, okay, how yeah. many times does Nate want to do that four times? <laughs> like, I could see Nate want to do that two to three times, plus us having one random one. Where, well, there's also but then you 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 might want to do a whole episode where you just recap the Arnold. Like, we could do that. They're definitely going to do a lift hard live easy roundtable. Mm-hmm. Um, like we can do shit like that. Uh, so Joey's going to go over. I'm going to go under, and then. The last one here. Okay, so Massonomics. They will hit 475 supporting members in 2024. They're currently at 372. So, but, you know, and this is December 21st. In the next couple of days, they might gain two or three more supporting members. So my caveat of that was, like, basically, are they going to get 100 new followers in 2024? Ooh, I don't know. I'm saying no. Okay. That's I'm fair. Not, not because of them or us. But just as people, like four seventy four total or four seventy four cumulative. No, because total, if it's like total, then we're gonna lose some before we like as we gain some. Mm, right, oh, people yeah, are gonna just say, that. "Yeah, I don't." Their credit card's gonna expire. They're not gonna renew. And ooh, that threw a hard bags. Yeah, yeah that, that threw a whole new element in me because yeah. there was a kid today. I think that like just was welcomed back to the group. I didn't. Uh, yeah, Big Dalton. I think it was. Oh shit, Dalty. Hmm. Do I want to agree with that? 475, 370. I think that was 372, not counting bots and shit, too. And well, I look at I fucking hate those bots. I'm, (laughs) I don't know if that's 372 supporting members or 372 crew on Discord because there's at least 20 or 30 crew that aren't on Discord. I imagine so. Supporting members that just aren't, aren't yeah, whatever. I'm gonna say we are gonna hit it just to be different. (laughs) so we'll i'll have to actually go back and like write these down after the fact but uh i think that we should get it well it'll be all right so someone remind us in 11 and a half months to uh look up these results and uh talk about it in you know one year and i think that might was there anything else yeah that's the 2024 predictions show notes blah 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 okay well mr carpenter we haven't let you talk at all and i think i'm gonna put the spotlight on you right now would you like to grace us with a little Massonomic sponsor read? Uh, sure. We'll do it live. Do you guys like beer parody shirts, drink safety, podcast about nothing, and then podcast, podcast about nothing? You might want to check out Massonomics. They have a lot of uh, cool merch. Uh, got one here right here, the Massonomics podcast tee, and then various drink spotters behind me. And, uh, you know, it's a fun time, a lot of living hard and living easy. And uh, the guys are really silly gooses and make me laugh. But kind of consider myself a silly goose as well. So I feel like it's uh, my kind of people. And uh, just check them out at massonomics.com and buy some of their sweet merch. Love it. Well done. I was uh, 
I was afraid I forgot to ask you to do that like a week, a couple weeks ago, because I think I've had you on the schedule for a few weeks now. And then with last, I don't know, the last couple of weeks have just been crazy. So I'm like, did I reach out to Eric and actually settle this up? Because usually I like, I have this, like, yeah, make sure you have a sponsor read ready. I was like, oh, I don't fucking remember if I did that or not. So I'm glad you uh, had that ready for us, bud. So, well, what do you think, Joey? Get, get time to kick all these looky-loos out and see if we can get our guest on the horn. Sounds good to me. Go ahead. I'll kick everybody out. You call them up. All right. Hello. Is that Big Carp? Hey, yeah, there. There. No. hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, I thought we were going to have Sorry, a there was a, there was a Keith uh, internet connection deal there. I think uh, we got it worked sh- out, though. I don't know. That sounds like a big Matt uh, microphone issue, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be. Which also could be considered a big Keith microphone issue, too, if you've uh, been following along. You got to plug your microphone in to have an issue with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that hits home. I had an issue myself today, so. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's all around. Well, we'll just go ahead and dive right in, buddy. Uh, what brought you to Massonomics? How'd you find us? Why, why, why are you still here? All that? I really had to think back because uh, I had uh, known some of the guys or seen them around. Um, traced it back to kind of, I had seen the lift banner. And uh, a lot of basement brandings videos, mm-hmm. classic banner, the uh, the lift logo there. And uh, I was like, I had seen it around. I've seen some of the shirts, but I wasn't aware of Massonomics as a company or the podcast. I had just seen some of their stuff out there. And uh, the first time I remember seeing the guys was on actually the Starting Strength podcast. I know some of the other guys have said that too, uh, but I had been watching all those, the backlog of the Starting Strength podcast. Uh, even back when it was called Ask Rip, and then it later became the Starting Strength Radio. He had uh, the other host on there, and uh, that's where I originally saw him. And the uh, the classic, the uh, baby shit yellow shirt, I believe it was. Is that, is that the one? <laughs> All I know is I say it wrong every time, and I get roasted for it. So I don't fucking know anymore. It's piss yellow or something. I don't fucking know. And then it's weird because they look thinking back too that uh, even guys like Grant Brogy. I had known about him way before Massonomics too, because he was part of that, you know, part of the, uh, the starting strength stuff too. Uh, before he even started making plates or equipment, I had seen him on a couple other podcasts. So I was familiar with him when he joined Massonomics. Uh, and then when I, my first piece of merch, um, was actually flags or flags, flags, flags. flags. I, yeah. Mean. Before I bought a shirt, actually, it was, I actually bought the lift banner, the power lifting and the Strongman when I redid my gym the, during like the 2020, purge and rebuy i had got rid of all my order equipment and i was like okay so we're gonna do it right this time we're gonna do the stall mats and we're gonna do the uh the banners and stuff because i don't like a bare wall and i knew i was moving so i didn't want to paint the wall so i did all banners so those are my first three banners and then when the white lift t-shirt came out that's what was my first actual t-shirt or massonomics um and probably after that i started listening to the podcast regularly um right around that uh, 200 episode and listen to it from then on and then went back to the backlog. I was about to say that I was the only one that's been through both backlogs, but I think Mo, uh, big Mo got me on that one. So I will say I'm maybe the only one to hit the, uh, the massonomics or uh, crew uh, cycle, like in baseball where you, you know, you hit one or everything <laughs> like for massonomics, it would be, it would be, uh, you know, being on both podcasts, because I have done a read on the the, uh, the sister podcast. Now nice. I'm a guest tonight, and then I use both uh, both code crews, uh, unpaid crews, uh, unpaid code. Sorry, uh, unpaid codes for the uh, the uh, 
Barbell Rescue. Barbell Rescue, Barbell Rescue Brush, and then the Obsidian Ammonia. So, oh, nice. Now you got. Now you guys can uh, try to hit the cycle as well. So you gave me a little bit of money and Joey a little bit of money. I love it. We we appreciate that, and yeah, there'll be uh, more stickers to come. <laughs> that yeah, that's how I got into Massonomics, uh, and I've loved it ever since. I wasn't ever a big uh, beer parody guy, so. I do have some of the beer parody shirts, but most of my Mastodonic shirts are non-beer parody. So if mm-hmm. you see if they have a one that's not yeah. beer, me too. Uh, because I've got I've got little kids, so and then if I coach and stuff, I can't wear those to the ballpark. I mean, I can, but I don't. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like for me, it's kind of like watching a coach uh, smoke or chew tobacco in front of you. I try not to do that stuff around kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wear those in the home gym, the ones I do have, but I don't. You know, the other one, my going out shirts, as they say, are not uh, beer parody. So. I'm not as uh, aggressive as Joey might be in public. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, well, as you mentioned, uh, uh, talk talk about your coaching. Um, I had a lot of questions. People were like, "Does he a football coach? Is he like a legitimate coach for a living? Or are you just coaching your kids' sporting teams? Uh, where does the coach Carp come from?" Uh, coach Carp started um, several years back. Uh, I was a little league coach. Uh, I don't do that anymore. Like it was, it wasn't my kids. It was before I had kids. Okay. Me and my, me and my buddies would coach a, a little league team. Um, and they, that's the kids would call me that. But then also like at that time I was really heavy. I was probably like three forty or something like that. And this is probably like 2015, 2016. And I kind of went on a transformation and got down, I uh, lost about 120 pounds. Damn. And then when I was doing that, I had a lot of people coming to me for that type of coaching. Um, I don't really do that anymore, but um, for a while I, I got really thin, but that, that's where I kind of got into the massonomics and the uh, actual powerlifting type training is because I had been doing that, a lot of cardio type stuff and not really powerlifting. I was doing some barbell movements, but not, not like I am now. Um, and I got to really small and I was like, man, I'm weak. I don't like this. Like I'd rather, I'd rather be b- bigger and stronger. So that's kind of the, that was kind of the progression there, but that's where the name came from initially was just, you know, like a eight, nine year old kid softball team, uh, baseball team uh, that I coached with my couple of my buddies. Um, and that was really fun for the times that we did it. We did it for like three or four seasons. And then as I got older and had kids, now I coach uh, soccer when we do it, like we're not doing soccer now, but my daughter is doing basketball. I'm not her coach for that, but that's, we, there's not saying I won't be down the road, but mm-hmm. I like coaching kids sports. I think it's fun. That's cool. That's admirable. You don't see a lot of people like volunteering to coach sports when they don't already have like a niece and nephew, their own kid, like some kind of connection to it already. So that's, that's, uh, you know, I'll give you praise for that, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we missed it real quick. Uh, if anyone wants to find you on Instagram, um, when are we, we always close with it as well, but, uh, just in case someone wants to go fight, figure out who you are right now in the middle of the podcast, if they don't already follow you, uh, where can they find you at buddy? Uh, probably the best place is just, uh, uh, coach carp 76 on instagram uh, that's where i do a lot of my uh, training stuff and I'll, I'll post hacks and stuff like that if i get them and then i've got a youtube channel carps gym it's kind of a smaller channel but i'd like to do equipment reviews on there post hacks stuff there too so either one of those is a good spot i think you'll find some good stuff there if you're into powerlifting training or any kind of home gym stuff yeah you, you I definitely feel that you're putting a lot of the content out that like it's stuff that i'm actually in, interested in it's not uh you're not doing a bunch of uh you know, tech in the gym stuff and shit that's like, you know, powerlifters got no interest in. So everything you're usually talking about is like, oh, I can see the point in that product for the most part. So I, you know, well, I don't know that I watch all your stuff, but it, I do follow you. I probably watch the majority of it that comes out. So uh, I always get a kick out of, you know, the, your, 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 your edits and I can see your progression as, you know, as you've been doing it for a while now. It's like uh, 
maybe a little less clunky as they were when I first started watching your stuff a while ago. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, so you're doing good. Um, man, uh, I, I do appreciate you don't add as much audio as our, our, our mutual friend Jonathan does. Cause he, he, he got me today. I thought my fucking phone was ringing once and I thought there was someone at the doorbell the next time. Cause he just puts all these random ringers and buzzers in his video. And I'm just like looking around, like, is that, is that something of mine going off? So, uh, I just want, I, I figured you'd appreciate it and get a chuckle out of that. Cause I'm sure it's happened to you too. Uh, 120 pounds, man. That's crazy. That's, that's, I, I didn't, I, yeah, I put it when your wife told me about that. Uh, that was, that's, a, that's crazy. That's, that's, how did you, uh, manage that, my friend? Uh, honestly, man, it's the simple stuff. Kind of like, I think you guys had spoon on before, uh, our big spoon, man. Uh, is you just kind of got, you got to plan it, dude. Like, I'm not really on it right now, but like, it just it proves to you that if you just plan and do your, uh, you know, your meal prep and stuff like that. And for the most part, like we, a lot of us party, uh, you know, powerlifting guys, guys that train, like to lift for strength. A lot of us eat a lot of the same stuff anyway. Like, you know, you're probably eat a lot of grilled chicken and steak and stuff like that. And then various carbs, whatever vegetables, whatever you want to do. Um, but I found out like I ate most of the same stuff and I just tried to get stuff that I like. So, if you're a guy that can eat chicken every day, you know, you can, you know, make that seven different ways and put four different vegetables with it and you got something different every day. So some people can't do that. Some people can't eat chicken every day. And I think that's where they struggle. If you, if you can be disciplined like that, I mean, you, I got really lean. I, I had like the, the shadow eight pack, but nice. I wasn't happy with my strength. Like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I had to, I had to suck it in and do it at an angle, but you know, it was there <laughs> and I've got pictures to show it, but I mean, I'm not trying to brag just like, but it was like a year process of doing that. So, you know, you don't, it doesn't take a lot you know, to get the ball rolling. So anybody can do it. If you're, if you're out there thinking, man, I need to, you know, I trim down, I need to throw some cardio in the most of it is going to be just your meal plan is what it's going to be. For sure. For sure. Uh, well, one of my buddies, uh, that I was talking to at crew falls said, we don't get enough background information on the guests. So, uh, I'm not really sure where to go with that other than maybe ask a little bit more about what you do for a living. So you want to tell us what you do for a living or, you know, what, what your career path has been or anything you want to talk about on that? Just so people sure. can get uh, a better understanding of who Eric is and what he's done his professional life. Yeah, I'm kind of a blue collar guy. I mean, uh, the collars may have came, become white over the years, but it's still blue labor type work. Um, like I'm actually in liquor sales now. Um, I've been pretty much a vendor, what they call a vendor, which you sell to like grocery stores, convenience store chains, things like that, things like that. Um, uh, various products. Like I've worked for Coca-Cola, um, Dr. Pepper Snapple, or it's kind of, I think it's called Keurig now, but it's the company, the parent company that owns that. Um, and now I'm working for a distributing company that sells liquor. So um, we do a lot of wine sales. We have hard liquor and stuff. But one thing most people don't know, if you're from another state, you probably you guys probably have no idea, is that in I'm in Nashville or close to Nashville, Tennessee. And we've only had wine in grocery stores here for like the past six years. So prior to that, it was a, not even a, a category. So uh, when I left from Coca-Cola to came over here, they were starting a new category. And they were looking for salesmen that were already in the in the business and other, other brands and other fields to use for their, for their wine company. Uh, that's how I got involved in it. Cause one of my old bosses transferred over and then he, you know, kind of told him about me and recruited some other guys from, you know, Red Bull and other, other companies like that. Um, but I will say it's I definitely helped my family. Like I've got weekends off, which is really nice. Most days I'm home at a decent time, you know, uh, where before I'd work several, you know, really long hours. So that's kind of been my progression over the years. 
Um, I went to MTSU, uh, Middle Tennessee State University for college and did the human performance. And that's where I kind of saw some of the differences in how like we trained in high school to how like college and pro guys do it. And you'll see there or when my experience was like most of those guys are just freaks. It doesn't matter what what you tell them to do, like they can probably do it or show them once or twice and they'll get it. So just like the guy, you know, the punter for the Rams, like some of that he's just born with. Like I'm mm-hmm. sure he's worked hard over time and, and added to that. But, you know, guys like Dan Bell and all that, they have a certain they – they start at a certain point that not all of us do. Like, you know, I've been training in my gym for five, six years, and my numbers are not anywhere close to those guys. And uh, but, I, but I'm still working hard, you know. So um, that's kind of the progression. Um, and I've kind of been, you know, in that kind of position – ever since like pretty much since college so probably going on uh, what would it be almost 15 years doing that kind of job so uh it's like i'm, I'm out in the car a lot of times so i get a lot of windshield time so that's why like i catch up a lot of the podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. if i can't watch it i can always listen to it um and then that's one way like i went back and did the uh the uh all the old podcasts and listen to it on like 1.5 or something you can get through them pretty quick especially the early episodes but I do have that much time to drive. Like I might work a 12 hour day, but I might be in the car five, six hours a day, you know, commuting around, stopping over here and then driving 30 minutes and then that kind of stuff. So I do get a lot of uh, time to do that, which I really like. So I'm not doing the same thing every day. I mean, there you might be on a route in the area, but you're not, you're not doing the exact same thing every single day. So that's what I like about it. It's funny that you bring that up. Um, we haven't had, uh, we just got alcohol in grocery stores up here. Oh, really? Yeah, and then um, we'll be getting it in convenience stores probably in next year. And it's a very controversial thing around here. I won't get into the politics of it all. Right, it was here too. Yeah, but I mean... We're been, in the Bible Belt. Well, you'd think we are based on the way some people talk, but um, it's funny because like other... I think us and one other province are the only provinces in Canada where you can't get mm. liquor in convenience stores. And that turns out, and I, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but I ended up talking to the guy that's responsible for that. Hmm. He's like, I'm retiring because I'm the guy that got alcohol into convenience stores. And it's interesting because I think your job is the only job that could easily take me from my current job. Hmm. And now that we have that opportunity coming, it's, it's Jager, just a thing. Yeah. I was like, you know, I've always said Jagger could pull me away if they gave me even half half of what I make and full benefits, like you pull me away easy, <laughs> right? Because I would love my job. So that's pretty funny. I that's, think you would, that man. A line. I think you would because in that type of job, you'll get to do some fun stuff too. Like you know, you'll get to go do samplings and sponsor mm-hmm. events and that kind of stuff. It won't just be the same. I mean, depending on how how you go and move up in the company, but I mean, anything something like that, the sky's the limit. I told I tell my guys all the time, like that work with me or adjacent to me is like, if I could have had this job when I was 25, it would have been a totally different trajectory. Like there's more opportunity in this type of position. Like there's really no limit to how much alcohol you can sell. Like people, mm-hmm. people are getting 20, turning 21 every year. So yeah. Um, I think you would like it if, if that's something you want to look into, but you know, if you ever have any questions, man, feel free to reach out. Uh, I will, but it, I can do for you. It's just kind of like one of those things that aligned. Cause it just, it's been on my mind today. Because of all of the things that are coming out, you know, it's going to open up jobs for people to do your job up here in Canada. That's pretty cool. Yeah, without this podcast, we wouldn't have just made that 
connection that crew connection how would i nope. say that yeah nope that was messy that butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough, you know but i and do not. get crap all the time because i don't i don't i'm not really a drinker like i drink you know diet coke and stuff like that i'm not i'm not a hard drinker or i don't drink wine or anything but i sell it for a living i tell people i didn't drink regular coke either when i sold that but you know i sold mm-hmm. a lot of it so you know it's it's better if you do because you can learn more about it. Like I've had training and stuff on some of that stuff, and then they'll they'll do the same thing for you. So if it's something you're into, I, I mean, it's, it's worth looking into. Yeah, you I, you can tell me what a tannins is, but nobody cares a fuck. <laughs> well, Did you really want to know? That was a wine joke. That was a wine joke, Keith. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get it. I was uh, I was gonna I was gonna segue he's into the, it. He's the no wine seller. Uh, yeah. yeah 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 there you go yeah you and i clash on that i it was a good segue though because i didn't i wasn't under sure i wasn't sure what you just said and that's pretty similar to when i get a text or a dm from eric i have to fucking decipher it because this son of a bitch uses talk to text nonstop with an extremely thick southern <laughs> accent and doesn't proofread when he before he hits send so that was one of the things i asked two or three people uh that was, I, it was multiple people said you know wanted me to bring up your uh or texting grammar uh and this is coming from me i'm a very bad texter with horrible grammar and you beat me by like by like times three so is that something you get from a lot of your buddies giving you shit is like do you do you text that bad with your like family like uh, i just i just no i'm I'm, it's busting your balls harp's gonna cry he's like like, nobody's ever said this to me man no no we're in i'm in another group with with keith and uh that would be so fucking funny <laughs> like, like no uh, man nobody's ever said anything to me what are you no. talking about like he he could have had you so good right there oh, that would have <laughs> oh, I, I only say shit like that when i already have a rapport like harp and i are in a, uh, oh, I in a group chat and stuff uh for home gym stuff uh and he gets his balls busted in there all the time i'm just curious if the the, the not necessarily the backstory but just like you are aware of it and it's just I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, it's not better. perfect. Like if I'm doing it, like I told you, like I'm I'm in the car or something a lot of times. Yeah. Right? I'm doing something else, and so I don't I can't sit there and type it, but like I can talk it, you know. Yeah. And like you're saying, sometimes it just doesn't pick up the the word or the dialect. Like a yeah. quick short story on that right there. I tell uh, messaging Gluck the other day, uh, you know, supporting member also. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he was like, "Okay, buddy." You're just gonna have to try again. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> and and Gluck was the main one. I think he was the first one that mentioned. Like he had a oh, he said he, try again. He had like a whole paragraph of how like you need to text better, basically. And he wanted me to bring up like why you not necessarily why, but he just you know we all know why. It's just you know we know what you do. It's just funny because ninety nine percent of my correspondence with you outside of being on a couple other podcasts has been you know text back and forth and group chat stuff back and forth. And I'm just like. What the fuck did he say? So, and some of it has to do with like just stuff that we talk about, like knurling and stuff like that. Like, yeah, they're not common. The words iPhone too. has no idea what knurling is. Or that's whatever. true. Like, it gives you some other like gnome or something. You're like, no, yeah. that's not even close. Like you know, but so, you know, that's that's some of it too. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm aware of it. But uh, it's uh, supposedly there's a new hack where you can change it before you send it. But I still haven't figured that out. I think on Instagram, uh, Instagram today allowed me to edit. A, a dm which was like I, I thought it let me do it a while ago and then it went away and then today it came back so i don't know if i'm getting that mixed up with iphone because i know i can do it on iMessage now too which is yeah. awesome and i take advantage of that like daily but today it literally let me do it in a in an because it actually prompted me because I I, I I i went to go copy and pa- I, I 
I had like a whole paragraph and I looked at it and there was like two fucking typos that changed the whole context of it. So I was like, okay, let me copy it, delete it. And as soon as I went to copy it, it was like, do you just want to edit? And I was like, oh yes. Cause it like knew what I was trying to do. Uh, but that was a, that, that was pretty cool that let me do that. So I don't know. I just, it's all in good fun, buddy. You know, I, no, oh, yeah, just, I'm, was, I'm with you. It, it makes me just, laugh too sometimes. <laughs> oh, I just thought I, it would have, I just, I would say it would have been a good chance to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, that would have got me good. Um, never heard of, never heard of her. Yeah, <laughs> but how about your um, your, your your YouTube? Is that is that getting where you want it to be, or is it a slow burn, or how? Because I feel like you put a lot of effort into it. Like you probably, you know, I say so. You work fifty, sixty hours a week. You're probably putting another ten hours in YouTube and Instagram content, right? So, yeah, I said that with the goal of the year. I just wanted to make one video a month. Like uh-huh. I told, I told, like I said, hey man, like. It all stemmed from like talking to Joe Gray about it uh, a little about a year and a half ago, and we were just talking, uh, you know, on DMs and stuff like that, and uh, all the stuff that's going on out there with uh, with uh, other companies that do reviews. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm talking about, yeah, that uh, getting that a little later. Yeah, if it's like if you don't like what they're doing, won't you do something? Then that's kind of we kind of started having that talk, and I said, well, I don't know if it'll be any good, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and so I, I set out to say I'm going to try to make one video a month. And see if I can, you know, that's all I'm going to commit to. And then just as opportunities came, it, you know, sometimes it'd be three a month. Sometimes it's one a month. Um, I wanted to see if I could really get to a thousand subs just for fun. Like there's no really, I'm not really trying to make money or do anything like that. I'm not doing it as a business or anything. I'm just you know, doing it for fun and trying to get enough following to where it at least supports itself where I'm not mm-hmm. out of pocket, like for a website and all that kind of crazy stuff. So um, if it ever did something great, but I'm not. You know, I have a good job, so I'm not too worried about that. But um, I just like the equipment aspect of it, man. Like, I like, you know, I like to geek out on equipment. I know, like, it's maybe not Joey's thing, but I know Keith knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. All the different bars and things like that. Um, so I made it to, I think, about almost 700 subscribers. So I'm not, I didn't make it to 1,000, but I, I didn't think I would get to 700. So there seem to be a lot of people that like it. Um, and I get a lot of DMs and messages. Hey, man, that really helped me get this bar. I couldn't decide between these two. So can you help me out? And you know, sometimes people will buy from your link if you do that. And then, you know, sometimes you're just helping guys out. So I try to look at it from I've been a smaller guy and I'm a bigger guy. So I like to look at it from the aspect of is this piece of equipment good enough for at least an average person or if not a larger size person? Like if this bench says it holds 700 and this dude is 275, 300 pounds, is it going to collapse on him? You know, mm. I'm not I'm not looking to, you know make money for other companies. I just want, you know, to get the honest review. So that's kind of where I started with it. Um, I have got some free stuff from a companies. They have sent me some items, um, but I always tell them, Hey, you know, I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to test it how I want to test it. And, you know, it'll, it'll be, it'll be how it is. But um, some companies are cool with that. Some aren't, but um, I, you know, I'm not trying to make money off it. So I don't care if they get mad or not, but that's kind of way I look at it. But yeah, I think it's been fun. That it's definitely a grind if you want to make it a good video, like you try to edit it up and stuff, try to make it, you know, decent. But uh, I learned a lot, you know, the, through the process. So I think it's good for anybody to try that just because you can learn, you know, little, even if it's for your reels and stuff, you learn a little editing tricks and mm-hmm. how to put a video in, how to put a picture over a video and stuff. I didn't know any of that stuff last year. So it's kind of fun just, you know, figure it out on your own. So I hope people get it. I hope people enjoy it, you know. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I find it hard enough to keep up with just putting out one or two fucking Instagram posts a week on between <laughs> all my channels. So it's like I couldn't imagine like, all right, I got to keep Instagram happy 
yet make YouTube content and it can only do so much cross containment. Not gonna, uh, you can only like just post the same shit on both platforms because then like the people aren't gonna go to either. You know what I mean? Like you can like crop something from YouTube and make it a reel, but it's gotta, you know, then that's a whole to do as well. So yeah, that's, I imagine you're putting a lot of time in it, but I've been, keep it up, buddy. It's, uh, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get you to 1K one of these days. Uh, and then when we do, are we going to go to, uh, can we go to Wendy's and celebrate? Um, cause I hear you're like, uh, or, you know, uh, let's see. Wendy's chops is a nickname. Is that, uh, I <laughs> that was a horrible segue. I'm, I'm, I'm anyway, I'm, I'm like, speaking of segues, yeah. <laughs> you've got this little game you like to play. That's yeah. Yeah, where we, where we talk about your nickname, Wendy's chops. Oh, that's got to be for my butt. Like, well, I see that it's got. Well, I think I only gave you one of my one of my yeah, buddies. Yeah, but it was it was from a, a couple of them. But uh, that's probably from Dustin. Yeah, like uh, you know, it's like high school football days. Like we had a uh, grew up in a small town when I first grew up. Started growing up in that like grade school that type of stuff. We had no stoplights or anything. Like it was a, a four way stop town. I think it had like six thousand people or something like that. Like as I as I got older, it grew a little bit. We got more fast food chains and stuff like that, and it was a big deal when we got McDonald's and Wendy's. So that was like the only thing around like for twenty miles. Like there was other, you know, if you wanted to go to the big town, you had to go, you know, to another restaurant. But so we had a Wendy's in town, and I had a buddy that worked there also. So like I would go there like you know during the summertime, probably every day or every other day, and I had like a certain thing I would get. Um, they used to have the uh, dollar menu back then, or mm-hmm. uh, and then I don't know. I think it maybe it's only a Tennessee thing, but the uh, the double stack, which is like a like a double cheeseburger, but it's bigger than the McDonald's burger. But you could get two of those, a fry and a drink, and it was like under it was under five bucks or whatever. Um, so they used to make fun of me because I would get that was like my combo. They called it the carp combo, and at the time I had really long sideburns, like you can see <laughs> my beard now. But in high school, they're not you know we people just grew them out long, so I had them all oh, yeah. the way out. I had a coach that called me Elvis, and then uh, they called me Wendy's Chop because they said they saw my car at Wendy's all the time and I had long sideburns. Like you know, that's funny. That's where that comes from. Well, it was a horrible segue, but it was a really good story. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That was the one that stuck. Bring out. back, bring back the dollar menus. Yeah, no, for sure. I used to have uh, Wendy's was my jam. I could go there like I used to go there all the time, and I I knew exactly what I would order. It would be like a a junior bacon cheeseburger, a small fry small frosty and a water and it, it would it would be like 417 or 437 or something so i know i like and i would like uh, that's back when all i had was cash back then so i would literally walk in with like the exact change because i knew what it would cost because i was fucking like 16 17 years old you know working for like in beer and gas money basically so uh, you know when i was you know that was like a treat for myself and i was like oh i know that's gonna cost five dollars or less so but yeah, Wendy's was my jam growing up. Uh, back yeah. when you could fill your tank up for nine ninety five. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was that was that was definitely the, the nickname out of the list that I was given that I wanted to, to touch on. Yeah, that was that was, was like nineties. It was the only one that wasn't self explanatory. Uh, you know, <laughs> okay. EC big carp sandwich, carp like all those. You know, we don't need to get into those. I don't <laughs> think there there's no story there really that's not obvious with your last name being Carpenter. Uh, so, yeah. uh, the uh, the big carp sandwich was a subway deal that they made up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I got a couple of fast food deals in there. Well, I feel like I've been monopolizing this. You got anything you want to talk to him about, Joey? Well, I'll throw me at the sp- uh, on the spot there. Oh, I mean, um, you've only had a half hour of me talking to think of something. 
Yeah, but you're doing so well. You're doing also, so well. I'll keep well. going. So, so big carp, you know. What was I making fun of you? So I hear you're a shitty texture, you know. You want? <laughs> well, I feel like I know Keith already because we, you know, we're in another chat group and we talk quite a bit uh, through Instagram. Yeah, and 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 to be and fair, I feel that's like kinda... I know Joey because of the podcast, but I don't ever talk to him like this. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was letting like I'm not I'm not going to over dominate anything because. You know, next week our guest is I'm somebody, somebody I'm very familiar with, and I'm yeah. sure I'm going to do the same thing to Keith. So, um, you know, um, so I got to say, it says that you're a big movie guy. So, if you watch seventy five percent of all movies, or do you finish your movies? Uh, yeah, I watch them. <laughs> I watch a bunch of bad ones. Uh, kind of a I don't know if they, I don't know if anybody told you, but um, probably for. Almost 20 years, I worked at a movie theater. So mm. from all the way from high school, almost 20 years, like Jesus. off and on, like, yeah, uh, at least 15. Like, yeah, that's a good, I think I was, uh, but I mean, it's like I, one time I was just a guy that, you know, did started the movies and sold the popcorn and another time I was a manager. So, it, but it was the same chain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I saw for about 15 years, at least probably maybe a little longer, I saw almost every movie that came out because we had to preview it at our, if it came out in the theater, I probably saw it. Um, so when we're playing the, has Tommy seen it or things like that? I'm like, Oh dude, how did you not see that? But I'm like, Oh wait, I've worked at a movie theater for like 20 years and he hasn't. Yeah. So that was part of the old thing is you had to watch it before you played it. Cause everything was on film back then. So if there was something wrong with the film and you had a customer come watch it and you never knew that there was a hole in the film or that it jumped cut to somewhere thing. That, Cause sometimes you get a brand new print, what they call print, which is the actual film that you run through the projector. And other times you would get it from another theater. So if they messed something up mm-hmm. in transit or they had an issue at their theater and cut a piece of it out, you would never know. So unless you watched it beforehand. So we had to do all that too. And now everything's digital. Like as I was leaving, it all became digital and hard drives and stuff like that. But um, you can, they still preview them to, to this day because you could have a corrupted hard drive or something. And that's, that's all digital now. But that one time it was all film that ran through a projector. Yeah, I worked for a theater in high school. Honestly, like looking back now, like it was obviously it was minimum wage, but it was like one of the funnest job I ever had as far as uh, like, you know, I think I was 16 working with a bunch of anywhere from like 16 to 20 some year olds because it was a college town. So like, you know, I always had someone there to buy me beer and shit, but like I didn't pay for a movie because let's say so I worked there f- from basically like sophomore year of high school till I don't know, like. I only I worked there for a couple of years and I got into you know went and worked at Outback as like a busboy I think and make a little more money, uh, but I still knew people that worked at the theater until I moved out of town like eight years later, so I didn't pay for a movie for fucking like years because I still knew someone that worked there and all you had to do was nice. hey you know what's his face that I could go in and you know and nine times out of ten I walked up and I still could recognize at least like the people that I used to work with were now like the managers and shit so it wasn't like you know it might have been like one person that was still fucking selling popcorn that you know I had started with but for the most part everyone had like moved up anyone that was still there was like a manager so it was still cool to you know not pay for a movie for years and years and years so I was uh, able to you know have some pretty cheap dates basically by you know I get half off at whatever restaurant I was working at and then I could go to a free movie so <laughs> but yeah it was a fun I remember like we would do uh like late night showings or something if we'd get like a new uh, a new clip in and we'd watch it the night before or you know and just uh get get getting the posters were cool because we always had like you could sign up for which movie poster when it like left the theater like who could claim what you know poster and you put up in your house and shit so i had i had movie posters for years what or at what time were you work what time was that when you're working in the movie uh 
like oh one to oh two probably so like sophomore year high do you, yeah do you remember like a big movie during that time matrix uh one of the matrixes i think the matrix 2 came out and yeah, that was a big one uh fuck i could mm, fast and furious or anything like that that was around mm, that time probably yeah. one of the fast and austin powers what two? there was definitely an austin yeah one there was the yeah. one with the one with beyonce was definitely out when i was in uh a bunch of kid movies uh yeah i think some of the star wars were coming out maybe uh, i watched so much stuff there i'd have to really think back but that was a that was my first real. That, that was my first pay, pay stub job. Like actually, like not just something under the table getting. Or you got a W two construction or something. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually had like a real job and was like working with like 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 not just like on a construction site as like someone's fucking kid. So, and that's what I always tell. That's what I always tell people. It's like you know, like younger kids. Like you should always work in a restaurant in retail or in the service industry like that because you learn so many things that'll help you later in life and movie theater like you know you have a lot of fun but you have customers so it's customer service and all yeah. that stuff like i think everybody needs to do that at some point in their life especially when they're younger it helps a lot when i was uh first started in the industry i'm in now it was in a mall that had a movie theater and it, you guys talking brought up something um where we were at yeah <laughs> more rats. uh where we were we were situated by an entrance and you said that like in the old days you'd get the film from either directly from the company or so the security on those films was insane. Like I think they came in on armored trucks. Right? Like they would come in completely locked. They got giant padlocks on them. Like that was that was kind of what it kids. When we nowadays, did it, we had a really we had a company that only only delivered those. Yeah. Like and I don't know if it's armor, but it was like a van that only had in there. They had padlocks on them and everything. So yeah. you didn't you didn't get the key until it was delivered. Like the key would come in the mail, mm. and then the package. And then you could open it when you got to the. So you couldn't. Th- I mean, I guess you could break into it or whatever, but it was pretty secure. Like it was a. Co- it wasn't like UPS or FedEx. It was like a third yeah. party company that only did that. Yeah, I was speaking of life skill. Uh, sorry, speaking of life skills, Eric was talking about. I think with the biggest life skill I learned at that young age working there was how to hustle and how to do like barter because I would barter free entries to, with like other people in the mall for like food and shit. Like, like the dudes at the pretzel place, <laughs> yes. I, I would, cause like, cause when we basically had like these refund tickets that if anyone ever had, a, had to leave the theater or had like basically a, a, a free entry coupon to any movie. Uh, and you were supposed to tear it. And if you were working the door, you were supposed to tear it in half and give them their ticket back. But I would just pocket them and then try to fucking turn around and trade them and sell them and shit. Cause I was like 16. I was just looking, you know, I was just needed money. I didn't give a fuck. These places, these, these were stealing my hmm. labor for minimum wage. I don't give a shit. So I learned how to like be intelligent and make side money and hustle money. And, uh, I would always let like my, I would always let my good friends in, but if I just kind of casually knew you, it was like, I don't know, give me, give me like $2. I'll let you in. Like, like, like sure. I'll let you in for free ish, but I'll sell, uh, you know, give, give me a third of what the ticket is. Cause I need to make some extra money tonight. So, and then just bartering for like restaurant with other restaurants in the place was, you know, that was, that was definitely my jam back in the day. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a nice hack. I, we used to do the same thing. Like when I was in management, I use those to like, if it was a holiday or something and all the kids got to work, like all of them are teenagers, you know, like, so if I was like 25 and they're all like 16, we'd go get like, Oh, Charlie's or something. And I would I'd trade the tickets. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to be, you can let everybody come watch a movie and just let us, let us eat, you know, feed all my guys or whatever. And, uh, that's, I used to do the same thing, but in the management, we just had a big roll of them. Yep. yep. So you yep. could just go, here you go. Oh, Charlie's manager. <laughs> Have a good that's, night. That's good stuff. 
Well, I think we definitely covered working in movie theaters, and we got a few other things we could uh, chat with. So, you're a girl dad. Do you ever uh, been? Are, are all of them into sports? Have uh, they, they've, they followed your footstep on that, or uh, you know, kind of going on their own? Yeah. Way? Uh, well, like uh, in the gym here, home. Like uh, my daughters play soccer, uh, and my, we just signed up my youngest for uh, basketball. So, um, funny story on that. Her her grandfather was a good basketball player, you know, back in the day. And, uh, that his actual nickname was smoke. Uh, like, you know, I always never missed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you go to like a, a theme park or something, like he's one of those guys that could win a, win a oh, giraffe yeah. or whatever. Like he doesn't really miss. And, uh, like those are really usually rigged with like a smaller diameter. Right. Right. So that's how, you know, it's how, you know, somebody's pretty, yeah. pretty good or whatever. And, uh, so like my daughter had practice the other day and she kind of sandbagged, like when she doesn't know a lot of, like, she's kind of got anxiety when she's like new people and stuff, but she knows how to play. She knows how to dribble. She knows, but, but if it's like a group of people she doesn't know, she's hesitant to get in there. So it kind of takes her a while to warm up. And then normally once she's practiced with people that, you know, she's fine. But, um, so she's kind of like standing on the side and not wanting to get in line with other kids and stuff. And then she gets up there and, uh, takes a shot and the coach looks at me because it's nothing but that. And then, it's so like, okay, maybe that's luck. And then she does another one and she makes like a couple in a row. And my wife has it on like Instagram, whatever. And I'm like, I get after the, I get after the thing. And I tell him later, I said, yeah, man, you got the granddaughter of smoke over here. Like didn't miss a shot in the same <laughs> practice. But you know, everybody thought she couldn't play cause she was standing on the side, but just took her a little while to get warmed up. But um, yeah, here in the gym, I've got them some, uh, some kids equipment. I've got some little bumpers and stuff for them, stuff with plate snacks, you know, like um, they really love that. Uh, yeah, use use code unpaid. I was uh, just gonna your... say, uh, we'll go ahead and consider <laughs> that our uh, affiliate link ad read for the week. Go ahead and use plate snacks code unpaid. You know, uh, their mission is to transform the gym into a vibrant, personalized space with custom vinyl weight plates and decals, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't want to steal his story, but uh, code unpaid, take <laughs> 10%. I was gonna give it to you. Oh, it was perfect, but kind of unnatural. It was great. It, well, yeah. and, <laughs> and if code unpaid doesn't work, go ahead and use CARP. Uh, I'm assuming it's Coach CARP or just CARP. Uh, we have, we have I think uh, PlaySnacks is just CARP, but use unpaid first. I always tell so, people, if if uh, if I'm not willing to use somebody else's code, then don't use mine. So I'm proof that I've used it. And, and yeah, we do appreciate that. You've like for the first month, I think I had three purchases on uh the barbell rescue and you were two of them and Tanner was the third. So I really appreciate that. And then once they started talking about it on theirs, it's been, I think we've got like six in the last couple of weeks and Joey got one. Uh, yep. is that that's hopefully it doesn't get stuck in Carol stream for six months. No, cause they, they're shipping it a different way. It's actually in, in Maryland right now. So, oh, nice. but yeah, I've got them. Uh, I've got them the little plate snacks, donut stickers. I got them some pink bumper plates and stuff like 10 pounders. And I got a little kid's junior bar, and a, a mini Oso bar, it's like a five pound bar and a twenty pound bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the coolest things was last last summer, whenever uh, Kurt Locker came to visit, and he showed uh, my oldest mm-hmm. daughter, nine Ellison, that uh, how to do the Jefferson deadlift. So that's now her <laughs> favorite. That's her favorite lift. <laughs> that's awesome. And, and she's entered uh, the last two contests. So doing oh, the Jefferson, awesome. uh, you know, it's like a fifty pound deadlift, but she loves it, man. Um, and she's like, Dad, can I do my lift? I'm like all you want like you know i don't ever push it on them or tell them hey let's it's all play for them so like i'll just let them do what they want like here's your guy's stuff you know have at it here's the clips here's or you know here's the collars here's the bumpers and just go to town and uh but yeah i really like it and, and maybe the girl dad thing may have come from uh my mother-in-law she did she makes the uh she i don't know where she gets them but she has given me uh 
like girl dad shirts. So I've mm-hmm. got like a hoodie and a girl dad. Like when we went, went for like a uh, Halloween, uh, we, we walked around. I was wearing the girl dad hoodie and I met a guy the next road over. He's like, Oh, are you in the, are you in the girl dad uh, Facebook group or whatever? And I'm like, nah, man, what is that? And he's like, uh, I suppose apparently there's another like, you know, group that you can join. It's all uh, guys that are dads. So, and have daughters. So, um, just like a local guy told me about it, but, uh, that's the first thing I've heard about that. But I, I have got the, been wearing the, like if I go to a ball game, I don't always wear my Masonomic shirt, but I do wear like <laughs> the girl dad shirt to the, the, the ball practice, stuff like that. And, you know, they get a kick out of it, I think. Well, it's, it's nice to be part of, I mean, I love being part of Masonomics and crew. It is nice to be in a couple other niche things too. Like, I don't want to make my entire personality fucking Masonomics is, I mean, like if you want to do that, Tanner Tommy would love that, but <laughs> say, I, like be, I like to be slightly more diverse. Um, but yeah, massonomics is probably seventy percent of my personality. But uh, <laughs> you know, it is cool to you know know that we're not all like you can you can be part of other things. You don't have to be so pigeonholed. And my only group of friends can be supporting members. Uh, you know, that's one thing I won't gatekeep on is fucking have lots of friends. I told Tanner the other day. I said, "Man, I tricked you." I tricked you into selling me a nine dollar calendar instead of a thirty dollar calendar because I was about to buy this thirty dollar shirt to get that calendar, <laughs> but you ran a sale, so I only had to spend nine dollars. Oh, I'm so mad about that. So I opened it and I was like, I was like, it's the last large I'll go no show, and I was like, you know what, man, no, because the shipping's the same cost as the shirt. That's fucking stupid. I'm not going to do that. And then like half an hour later, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do that, and then it was gone. Yeah, that's just yep. so talk quick. And there it was, a gun. Yeah, I think unless you want a daddy's home shirt, there's not much left in stock. No, I do not. I know, right? Um, <laughs> let's see. I had one. Okay, so well, here's one I want to touch on. In this episode, I've already watched you house two Diet Cokes. And that kind <laughs> of leads into, there's a whole story about you going out with one of your buddies, a Cracker Barrel, and... You know, you just got a ton of you. You went back and got ten different re, uh, refills of Coke or something to that extent. So that's not necessarily a funny story, but the fact that I just saw you drink three, two or three Diet Cokes in the last hour <laughs> is just hysterical because that was going to be one of my questions. So big Diet Coke fan, I see. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's the original sparkling water. Oh um, yeah, but I will say, uh, all fairness to the Massonomics guys. I have drank more sparkling water the past couple of years following Massonomics than I have in my entire life. So same. Um, the best one I've found is, uh, in my opinion, is the Waterloo's. I think they have really good flavor. Um, but yeah, that was uh, we were on a trip to King, uh, not Kings Island. It was uh, Six Flags with my buddy and his family. And you know, at the park, the drinks are like I don't know, ten dollars for a coke or something. It was something crazy like that. Like the the beverages there. Um, so we, we go there all day and we had water and stuff, but, um, I hadn't had, drink, hadn't had a diet Coke like all day. And you know, as a teenager, like my mom, that's all she bought. So that's what we always had in the house is either that or sweet tea and uh, in, in the South and drink a lot of sweet tea. And, uh, so we go there and my buddy's like, man, did you just drink a diet Coke, diet Coke? Like we haven't even got our food yet or anything. I'm like, yeah, man, they're free. Like it's, you buy one, they're all the next, the next one's free. And so, like that works that lady to death, man. As a teenager, having to refill, our, I was like, I was like, I'll save you time. Just take that picture, set it right down here, and I'll tell you when to come back and get the picture. Yeah. And so my my his uh, his dad two. thought that his dad thought that was the craziest thing you'd ever seen. That is funny. And that you could put that in. See, like I don't really have a high tolerance of caffeine, so like it doesn't really like most pre workouts don't really. I mean, I get I get up for a workout, but um, 
nothing crazy, but you know, I just have a high tolerance. Like where my wife, oh, you do have. She drink, I, I she you drink, didn't. Okay, I got you. No, I do. Like if she had, um, if she had half a diet coke, she wouldn't be able to sleep. And you know, that's just just some people are real different. I just I don't respond mm-hmm. that as much that's, to caffeine. I guess that was me. A, a, a follow up is <coughs> that it's you know it's ten o'clock here. It's nine o'clock where you're at, and you're just drinking two diet cokes. If I drink two diet cokes at nine or ten o'clock. I wouldn't go into bed till like two in the morning because I think that's just enough caffeine to keep me up. So yeah, man, I'll fall right to sleep. I'll be the first <laughs> one to go to sleep. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's a, it's a it's a blessing and a curse. Okay. Uh, you want to hit us with an ad read, Joey? You got yeah, I can do that. My man. Yeah, I could do that. Holy monkeys! Based out of Ontario, Canada, obsidian ammonia has become one of the. I fixed your typo. Or mm-hmm. our typo of the leading names in smelling salts for the lifting community, combining extra strong salts, a passion for the sport and a silly goose marketing plan. Big Travis has become an important part of PRs and gyms across the world from basic salts that will help a PR to the strongest thing to ever slice your face apart. These salts combine science with a violence to assist you with your next max attempt. So check out obsidian ammonia at hypedust.com and use code unpaid on any order to save 15%. Nice. So I think we're just about just under the 90 minute mark. So I think I'm gonna go two or maybe maybe two more. I got one I want to do. I don't know if there's any of what's left that you wanted to touch base on, but I'm gonna do a little uh, fuck, Mary kill with big carp, little FMK. You ready, buddy? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So I'll have an answer. I get to use my druthers. Yeah, you can use your druthers all you want. So we're going to go with basement. Brandon, Adrian Gluck and Cooper Mitchell. FMK. Oh, you, you son of a bitch. I had the same one down for you. <laughs> so um, kill two birds, one stone here, or whatever. That's funny. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll answer it after you. Then. Two horses, one ass on this one? Yeah, I get that wrong okay. every time. I still don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, is, can, can you say them again? Uh, <laughs> FMK, Brandon Gluck and Coop. Brandon Gluck and Coop FMK. There's no, there's no timeline attached to that. Just in general. Oh, look to, tonight, right now, nine fifty nine p.m. As EST of, okay. on twelve twenty one twenty twenty three. EST. Oh man, I'm 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 gonna have to kill Coop. Like it's fair. As of as of today, uh, he's gone. Um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna f uh, Mr. Campbell Fitness. And uh, Mary, uh, Adrian, go up to Jim, uh, aka G Jim. Uh, on mine for you, I had Campbell Fitness, GGR prior to 2019, <laughs> and G Jim, which was the original go to Jim. Whenever his uh, his server would share it, just share it as Jim or whatever. You type in you type in G Jim, and it went to Jim. So. Uh, he had to change it to Glux Gym, but so all of them had a previous name, <laughs> and uh, so I'm gonna just, marry. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Gluck. GGM does just sound like a typo. That's yeah, funny. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't correct it to Jim, so he had to change it. I, t- I told him, I said, man, it, it ain't came out cool because I think his logo with the two G's kind of reminds me of the uh, Mandalorian uh, armor he- mm. head armor to a uh, harken back to a mm. previous episode. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm killing Coop because I think ever since, uh, he became corporate that it's, it's not the same. So that's immediate kill there. Um, 
Brandon Campbell, uh, I love all the stuff he does. Uh, if you could marry two, I'd probably I would probably marry him. But since somebody has to be effed and you know married, uh, he's going to be that one. And then Gluck, I think he has the broadest. Uh, you know, he does a little bit of everything. He's got powerlifting stuff. He's got some technology, but he doesn't get too far into the technology mm-hmm. where I'm not interested. Um, he will have like a, a treadmill or something from time to time. Um, but it's mostly bars and stuff that I'm really interested in, you know, pieces of equipment, uh, home gym stuff, not commercial equipment. Uh, and then Brandon, you just want to F with that, man. Cause it's, he's got one of the nicest gyms or nicest basements besides Keith, <laughs> uh, probably in the, probably yeah. in the U S you know what I mean? He might edge me out a little bit, but I'm not sure if he's getting me completed. <laughs> <laughs> a little home uh, cooking. <laughs> Good stuff. So well, what's was... your, what's your answer there? And I had the same uh, one written down. It do says to, Keith. Do I need F- to answer F- it in your manner or answer it the way I posed it? Because I, I don't know if it, I think it'd still be the same. Because I I can't look as cool. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I well, the the, the names was just for fun. But yeah, uh, no, yeah. I just either I can't way. Yeah, it's the same same think. as I did. That be fair. Um, same as I did. Yeah, or killing Coop for the exact same reasons. I don't appreciate sellout fuckers. Um, and just he just completely changed his content. Like Coop 2018 was fucking great. Like he contributed to me growing my gym and just being like oh i can have 20 barbells and like really be into this niche thing and like invest a lot of time and money in my home gym hell yeah that's awesome but then like he does not produce any of his own content of any value anymore it's all like just you know for the man basically uh between brandon and gluck i love gluck but brandon is definitely a little more hyper focused on barbells and powerlifting specific which is that's that's me to a T. Like I am a power lifter. Gluck just did his first meet. I don't know that he loved it. Um whereas Brandon's done like twenty meets. So I guess I'll marry Brandon and fuck Gluck and kill Coop. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a side so. note on that. What I will say is I like Brandon. I don't have anything against Brandon really. It's uh but me and Brandon are both supporting members of Gluck. And maybe maybe mm-hmm. Keith is too. Right. So the, wine, the, the, the stuff, yeah, the No Wine Seller is also a, a Gluck supporting member of Patreon. So, like I said, I you know put my money where my mouth is. I'm not scared to support things that I that I you know that I enjoy. So uh, I, I answered it basically the same way. But I see why you go Brandon Campbell because he's more powerlifting specific, mm. and you know he's got he's a, got a national masters total, so <laughs> you can't argue with that. No, the, the real question is, has has Joey heard of all three of these people? Hey, that's a, I was actually going to chime in and say, here's a fun story. <laughs> I know who those people are. Had a boy. Well, yeah. well, two, well, two of them are they've all been They've me. all been on the sister podcast. Yeah, that's true. And two of them are supporting members. That's true. Well, yep. So let's say I know the two supporting members, and I've heard of the one that isn't. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Fair. Never once watched any of their content. No, no, I think I've watched some of Brandon's when I was looking at purchasing some things. I definitely watched Brandon's things. I was going to say, you may have watched Brandon's adjacently because he made that uh, video on that uh, bar that you. Yes. The Bells of Steel. He's actually, that's, I watched his video before buying mine and he he gave it a glowing review, to be honest with you. I had that bar. I liked it. It's a good bar. I think Gluck might kill me for not marrying him though, because that fuck him and his wife fucking drove like eight hours to come to my gym and tour it for for a YouTube content. You're supposed so. to marry the one that took you on the uh, most dates, there, Keith. But solely for the that's fact. who brought you, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he definitely. I'm not, I'm not. I'm sticking to my answer. I just. You know how hard it was for me to not Gluck's say what I said boy. in a Southern accent, just so you know. Because <laughs> the first uh, time I heard it was at a 
All right. But Diet Coke went up my nose. That's oh, the spirit. I had to burn a little <laughs> When bit. he said that, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a, I, I mean, I, I got a bunch more home gym content stuff, but I'm going to probably, yeah, I think we're going to move on, uh, get into some uh, overrated, underrated. That's not our game. Unpaid and underrated. Unless there's anything jumping out of Joey that he must ask. Nah, it'll get all sappy. I'm not going to okay. start talking about being a girl dad. I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, I will say that somebody said here, um, for the longest time you had written on the mirrors in the garage, uh, Allison and Emery's weddings. Oh yeah. As a reminder. And that would harken back to what we talked about with Nate about doing what we do now for later and for them. So, Oh, okay. I got you. Just want to say, yeah, yeah man, Being with you on that one. Kids wedding, I like well, that. whenever uh, Joe, I think that's Joey. I've heard him say it multiple times that he's trying to get off the toilet when he's 80. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's why we squat and deadlift. Like, even if you have yeah. a little knee issue here or something, like, you know, that's the long game, man. So, yeah, I, the, my old house, we had uh, mirrors in the in the gym or in the garage. We don't have that here, but um, that doesn't mean I can't put it somewhere else. But, yeah, you're right. I, I wrote that on there because I had, uh, at the time, I think they were, what, three and five? And, mm-hmm. you know, I got to be around. And that's back when I was a lot heavier, too, so. I was like, man, I got to be around whenever it's their time to, you know, their time to shine. I want to be able to go to all their ball games and do that stuff. So thank you for saying that, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's uh, it's definitely a, suddenly all the things that you were doing, you know, you're not doing them for you anymore. And yeah, it's all connected. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I, I also want to point out that you once fell asleep uh, in a drive through and <laughs> Um, man, they're hammering me with the, with the fast food talk. <laughs> I want to, I want to get away from the sappy part and immediately go into falling asleep at a drive through. I'm assuming alcohol was not involved. You were just a tired, tired boy. No. Yeah. Not, not alcohol. <laughs> I mean, in college I did, I drank more in college than I, than I do now for sure, but it was not alcohol related. Um, me and my buddy Dustin were equipment managers for the MTSU or middle Tennessee football team. So that's probably the most I've worked in my entire life. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, like all the other jobs I did kind of, that's why I say you get some kind of service job or whatever. Cause they don't, it'll make you harder in life. But um, there you had to go to class during the day, which, you know, everybody does. But then if you had football practice, but we weren't on the team, but we were the guys behind the scenes. So we got there right after class. We got there before the guys did. We're the guys closing everything down in the evening. So like, you know, sometimes they might have practice until four or five. We're not getting out there until eight thirty or nine. Sometimes, mm-hmm. if you have laundry or like you have to do the laundry and all kinds of stuff, put the stuff away. Um, so, like out here where, where we lived, it was Zaxby wasn't even a big chain then. It was like it was like the only one for like mm-hmm. I'd ever seen. Now there's like five in the same town, but at that time there was just one. And so we had to drive across town to get it, but it was like the best chicken that we'd had at that time. And yeah, man, we were sitting in the line because it they're not really fast at you know service over there. They say they make it to order. So we f- actually fell asleep in the drive through had to get honked at. Like, and like, you know, three or four spots back before you get your food, we're just like sleep in the car, man. So yeah. that, that definitely happened. That's funny. That was the best chicken I ever ate once I woke up, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Mid- midnight snack at that point, right? Yeah, right. right. Basically. <laughs> All right. And, and before we get into unpaid and underrated, uh, I have two, uh, three questions from the crew Hit it. Uh, the first one is unnamed how many mag pins do you own oh man you guys got time 
<laughs> follow lot. up. Follow up. Can What's we, a mag? Can we pen? just say a lot? <laughs> did, did you tell Joey I'm what a mag to, pen I'm is? Gonna have to just, What's I'm a mag pen do? Uh, so it's a it's a pen that you would it, instead of having to use like a. It's how you attach attachments to a power rack. Nobody's, this is a mag pen, but it's a magnetic this, one, so it doesn't have the 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 the, the, the detent pin on the end. That's like a mm. pin in the ass to push through. I see. So it's got yeah. Mag, this one is this one is bells of steel. Yeah, it's like a hitch pin or like a, it's like a it's like a bougie hitch pin. Basically, is what you yeah. <laughs> right. But there you yeah. pin on the other side. So there's a bells of steel one, and there's a surplus strength one. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I've have all different brands. I've got O Club, uh, several. I'm gonna say he has, over, yeah, he has over ten for sure. Yeah, pr- uh, probably twenty. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll take the over ten as a win. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it started out as a as a video review thing, and then people are like, "Oh, what about this one? What about this one? What about this one?" And I'm like, "Well, there's only one way to find out. You got to get all of them and see." Yep. And so and mag pens. <laughs> so some guys sent me sent me some, and uh, some people didn't. And some guys are here locally, and like they gave me some. So, um, about half of them were purchased, half of them were sent to me. But I was planning a roundup video, but I'm still waiting for a few more to come in. But several mag pens to answer your question shortly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I got a bunch. Of, I got a bunch of old ones. If anybody needs the regular ones, there's a there's a uh, trash bucket over here of uh, old mag pins. <laughs> this guy's just swimming in mag pins. Uh, and so, um, from Jen, top three gym hacks for home gym owners. If you were to narrow it down to three elevator pitches, and these are the three things you should do. One of the things I think uh, I say it to a lot of people is if you're going to train with barbells, get at least two, like two power bars or whatever, whatever kind of training you're into. If you're doing powerlifting, um, that could be a deadlift bar and a regular bar too, if you wanted. Um, but I think it saves time. Like I like to, like in the rack, I like to set up my squat and then be warming up the next lift. So if you have two power bars, um, cause you know, SBD or whatever, you know, powerlifting type training, almost everything is barbells. Um, it could be specialty bars too, depending on what you're, what you got going on. Uh, but that would be one hack is to get at least two barbells. That way you're not tied to changing the weights. And you're going to have more, you're going to need more plates for that too, but, or you're going to have to move the plates back and forth. But if you have a good amount of plates and two barbells, you can, you can be warming up one lift while you're doing, you know, in the work sets of the other lift, that's one a big time saver for me. Uh, especially when I get home in the later in the evenings and stuff, I don't have a lot of time to train. So sometimes it's hitting, hitting the big stuff. Um, that would be one. Let's see. What else would I say? Number two would be buy strength code plates. Make sure you have those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some. Any, yeah, any, I... any iron plates would work. Um, no, I was just kidding. But uh, well, they, you make, don't, you... they make the best sound. So I've got some neoprene plates. I've got some like some knockoff iron plates and I've got strength go plates. And that clunk that you only get from those like flat iron plates that are like flush. You don't get it from anything else. That's a good clunk. That's just me. Yeah. Probably another one uh, to save time. Uh, save space really more than time is... Uh getting a bench that's able to stand up. So when you're not using it, you can prop it in the corner, set it over there. Like uh, if you don't have, if you're limited on space, like I'm in a one car bay, I have a lot of stuff in one, one area, but my wife parks on the other side. Um, 
So I used to have two benches. I thought I needed a, I thought I needed a uh, F uh, a flat bench for for bench something like that. But if you have a good adjustable bench that has a longer back pad, mm-hmm. you can use that back pad as the flat bench if it's the right height. Like yeah. you got to get one that's you know IPF specs or whatever if you're doing powerlifting stuff. But um, that's what I do. I've got the rep fifty two hundred two point but the back pad is I don't know it's almost five feet long or four and a half feet long. So it's it's just the same size as a regular you know bench pad. So I only use that back portion. And uh, and then when I'm not using it, I can just wheel it in the corner, wheel it over there. You still got room for the lawnmower and stuff like that. Um, I would say mag pins are a hack. You don't need them, but I just think they're cool. And uh, you can do <laughs> stuff like like putting your logo on there. You know, I mean, you can see that. Like you can do all kinds of fun stuff like that. And I would say, uh, really, just making your gym your own. Like whatever style you're into, whether it's you know if you're like a uh, massonomic banners, just make it your own. Like whatever type of training you're into, whatever type of equipment you like, try to get uh, one that you know you're going to train with. And if if you like the equipment, you're going to use it more often. So that's that's really a hack too. Just you know, sometimes it might be cost a little more, but it's worth it if you like it and you enjoy it. And then you know, if you don't have access to that, try to go try it somewhere that somebody else you know has it, or meet up with a buddy, or go to a gym that has it and test it before you buy it. That's you know. I hate you to spend money and then you're like, I don't like this bar. Like, you know, maybe you get to go try it somewhere. Something coming up like home gym con. I know Keith knows about that, but that would be a, oh, yeah. a hack too. try before you buy whenever you can. A few so months. you're not having to sell it down the road. You know, that's probably off the top of my head. That's probably the hacks. The very in-depth off the top of your head, buddy. So go follow <laughs> his YouTube and uh, hear a lot more about all that. Yeah, it's on my Keith. I could, you keep asking me. I could keep on going probably. I, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to, I, 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 I knew we could uh, go all night talking about gym stuff. Uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, Big Tanner wants to know, are goldfish actually baby carp? I think it's just more, mm-hmm. I think it's just more a pun on your name being carp. I, I, I don't know if there's more to that. I'm Maybe my delivery was bad. I don't know. But. Uh, the only thing I could think is he's, he's seen my, uh, my Ted Lasso banner, the oh, Believe. Man. I had made by actual plate snacks. Uh, link in the oh, description. Nice. Uh, <laughs> code unpaid. Yeah, he's code unpaid. But uh, that's one thing that Play Snacks can do. Like he can make you any, you know, you got something you want a Marvel banner or whatever. That guy can handle it. Reach out to him. But um, I do have a Believe banner. You might be able to see it right there. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, Mark from Play Snacks made that off of the Ted Lasso movie. Fantastic. Uh, kind of his own, his kind of old, his old version of that, uh, mm-hmm. where it actually looks like it, it's a banner, but it looks like it's taped on the wall. So I had I him like it. do it. And he shattered it like. If you want to go see it, go check out Instagram, or whatever. But it's that's on there. Cool. Um, he shattered it where it looks like it's actually something that's been stuck to the wall. Like, so it's cool. Um, that might be what he's talking about in the goldfish reference. That's the only thing I can think. And then on my belt, that belt trick made me. I had him put a little carp fish on there. Okay. Um, like the carp is not. I mean, that's my last name. Like, but it's the it's kind of a double meaning there because the fish mm-hmm. and the and the everything. But uh, growing up, we had a pool, and uh, they used to call me. Uh, like the manatee or whatever, because I can swim really far underwater. I can swim back and forth at that time. I don't, I haven't done it in a while, but I can swim back and forth underwater, you know, without having to come up for air. So uh, they used to call me the big carp or the manatee. So that's kind of where that that joke came from. But I don't know where Tanner is getting it from. I'm guessing it's Ted Lasso. I I know I, I I have to dispute, man. I don't think well, you're. I don't think you were ever called manatee because it's not on my list as nicknames. So I, I, <laughs> I don't I don't know if we can give you that one. Well, yeah, it was there, man. Okay, I guess since you you, m- you have to get back with the windy chops because whoever told you windy chops, who would know about it? 
All right. Uh, what's one piece of home gym equipment you regret selling? And there's probably not a whole lot. Like that's good. Though. That's I, that's good. I, normally, I, what I like to do is like I mean, I've sold a lot. I've sold a ton. I mean, you can mm-hmm. just look on Facebook Marketplace to see that. But but the 2020 purge was like, hey man, this is my chance to get rid of all this and upgrade to nicer stuff, mm-hmm. which is pretty much what I did. So when people see this, they're like man, that dude is rich or whatever. No, I just flipped a lot of stuff and like use other people's money to buy my stuff. Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, I have a decent job, but I'm like, I can't just go spend, you know, thousands of dollars on a gym. Like I took a Titan rack and sold it for double the price and then, you know, bought a different brand rack. So that's, that's pretty much how that happened. But, um, I mean, I, I lost my train of thought on that That's one. all good, man. If, you, if, if, <laughs> nothing, going. if nothing instantly came to mind, like, that's a tough question because, like, I think I used to have bars I was nostalgic about that I let go of, but it's more a nostalgia thing. Like, I wish I kept on, like, this certain bar that, like, I, I have a stainless steel version of it now, but I only had a black oxide, but it was, like, the first bar I owned. So maybe it'd be cool to still have that one kind of thing. But if you don't have that, it's, you Yeah, know. well, actually, that, actually, that sparks a... What I would say is, a bar that I did sell that um, it was the same bar that Joey has. It was my first real power bar. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, like in Tennessee, it's going to rust and it's not going to like, you would have to do a lot of maintenance. And then even with Barber rescue and all that, it's, you're still going to be putting a lot of time and stuff in it. Um, but I would like to have kept it just because it was my first bar. And I mean, it's gone now. So like that's one maybe. And then I will say, I feel like a lot of the Kabuki stuff I have owned and it's no longer here. Um, and I feel like some of it is just overrated. Like I've got other stuff since then that is just as comparable, you know, that not in price, obviously like probably much cheaper <laughs> stuff, but as far as like training in the gym, I don't, I don't notice a big difference. So that's what there are. So that'd be, be another hack. Maybe he said earlier, like some of the stuff, there are some good brands out there that are budget that make good stuff. That might be another hack for somebody else out there. But um, that's what, that's the really the only bar, that one bar. Like I really like that bar. I wish I would have kept it just to say it was my first, yeah because before that i had the cheapo you know the cheapo bars everybody gets like Mm -hmm. you find wherever but that's probably it the stripped out hex bolt (laughs) i love i love that bar but i mean again it's it was my first real bar right so of course i love it and it does actually require quite a bit of maintenance bare steel i'm always putting oil on that thing like once every two or three months but i'm in a basement so Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've got bars in here that are stainless steel and they've already started to patina and stuff like that. So if they say, Hey, this bar will never rust. That's not true. Cause nope. everything rusts in tenden- everything rusts around here. Hey, you, you want to do me a favor there? Big, big carp. Can you, uh, you want to do a little barbell rescue ad read for big Joey to tell him all the things that he'll be able to do with it in a couple of weeks whenever it shows up. Well, if you're uh, if you're a power lifter, uh, you definitely be able to use it for getting the chalk off your bar um a nice uh scrub down in oil like uh i just love the. uh does he not have one yet is he getting he, one? He, it's on its way it's, it's yeah coming. okay i'm just you'll see it's it's really I'm, good i've had some some cheapo bars or just you know you can buy like a hardware store brush but you're gonna like this a lot more because it actually goes around the bar um and then if you do or you're like if you have that bar you're, you need to oil it you don't have to worry about the oil dripping all over the floor and all that because it will be contained inside of the Barbell Rescue brush because mm-hmm. it catches all that. So you'll be able to, you know, oil down the shafts and all that. And uh, it'll clean it up for you pretty good, man. A little effort. It goes a long way. I've been eyeing them for ever since I first heard of them. I've been trying to, I've been eyeing the Barbell Rescue, but I just couldn't, I couldn't make it make sense because I had 
like a steel wire brush and I had everything. But then once we got the code, I was like, quit being a loser. Buy your own product. What what color did you get? <laughs> did you get a color? Black and red. Okay. So, All right. I've I, I've been I I really hope Kim can like get enough people that like orange to justify doing a whole other mold in orange or whatever because that'd be kind of sick and I would definitely buy the inserts at orange but you know for now I just got the old uh, standby for the yeah. you know, the OGs but uh, code unpaid at Barbell Rescue save you ten percent appreciate everyone that's been ordering so far and that is your uh, ad read for that this week and I think we're gonna move into unpaid or underrated. We good with that, everybody. Are you familiar? Do you want to explain the rules to me? Because I usually butcher them. So, Big Eric, how the hell do you pay unpaid or underrated? Uh, so there's Druthers. Druthers uh, yep, yep. I'm familiar. And, uh, yeah, you just can't ride the line, man. You have All to right. go one way or the other. And for, for anyone that's a newer listener, because I I'm, I'm I think we are our numbers are picking up a little bit. Uh, Big Nate shared us where we were at. Um I mean, it kind of looks like it's picking up at the beginning, so I don't know if people are just listening to the first couple or people are getting into the new episodes. But uh, if this is your first episode, the legitimate it it, it is it's it's our take on unpaid or underrated. Uh, our sorry, shit, it's our take on overrated or underrated with unpaid wow. being overrated. Well, it's because it's so instilled with me now, and <laughs> so ingrained that unpaid is the word overrated. You fight so, so hard to memorize it; it's hard yeah. to not, right? But then you forget that there's people that don't know what we're talking about, and I do want them to understand the game. So, they, I guarantee there's at least one person that this is their first listen, whether it be someone that's close with Eric or you know a random crew that's just like, oh, well, well, well. they 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 keep talking about it on the Massonomics podcast. Let me give it a shot, and like they just they, they just listen to the first, the most recent download, and that's this one. So. Unpaid or underrated, uh, Eric. I'm gonna go with. Ooh, let's go with. Mm. Feel free to take any of the ones I've added. Yeah, I, I know it seems like I have not been participating, but I no, I, I, I want to say it is genuinely because I think you two will give better content than I could just interject with my you dumb ass. I, I think yeah, I just is fine. I've I just added like four and yep, like yep, edited yep, yep. one. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. It just it threw me off, but I'm 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 picking it up. Okay. So Eric, let's go. I want to know your unpaid or underrated opinion on sharing food. Oh, Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> uh, that's funny because uh that's a friend reference and I don't like friends. Like my wife is a big friends person and uh RIP but big carp doesn't share food so <laughs> like you try to take fries off my plate you're getting that hand smack you know what i mean yes, like sir. uh or like when your wife take a drink out of your soda and you're like man what what the like you just give them that look like you know but so that's the kind of inside joke with my wife like uh that happened early on in our relationship and uh she's like she's like oh joey doesn't share food and tells her friends like you know they're all friends they all like to show friends and okay that's not one of my that's not one of mine but uh yeah i don't actually there is a, another a deeper part of that um during the old uh high school days when you had a lot of that fast food talk from earlier uh kind of harking back to earlier in the episode um there was mcdonald's came out with the 20 piece chicken McNugget. Back in that time, and I used to, I had a bonus room above the garage is where kind of like I had a, a lazy boy chair up there. I was up there eating after a football practice one day. I had the 20 piece chicken man nugget and my my sister was like, hey, can you? I was like, hey, I'm going to McDonald's. You need anything? Uh, she's like, no, I don't want anything. I was like, OK, fine. Like, you know, I would have got her something, obviously. Uh, 
But she sees me doing something like on a video game or something. I think a PlayStation at the time. She comes up, crawls underneath the the stairwell, grabs some nuggets. I see her do it. So I get up to chase her out of the room and she just jumped from the top stair all the way down. Oh, shit. Hits the ground, bounces into the wall, makes our body print in the wall. And (laughs) she tells mom I pushed her. (laughs) I hope she listens to this episode yeah. and there's a dispute at Christmas. That would be so great. <laughs> like, I didn't do that, you son of a No, bitch. no, like, there's no way I pushed her, man. I wasn't even, uh, I, but if I would have grabbed her, man, who knows what would happen. But she definitely would have not eaten my chicken nuggets. But uh, she just, like, she knew if I called her that she was in trouble. So just, she just went, woo. So it goes 15 steps. So this predates, you know, your wife or anything. This goes back to like, like adolescence then probably even like you just yeah i was probably like you know 17 or 16 or 17 like you know playing high school football (laughs) and uh yeah man i was like i don't i'll get you a combo just let me know but don't eat fries off my plate man yeah that's the stereotype i'll order you whatever you want get get two if you want it but don't eat off my plate yeah i i famously order a second hash brown even when she says she doesn't want anything because i'm like sure you don't here's your hash brown yeah like There's your home gym hack right there. Like, yeah, always order, order a second order hash brown. Hash <laughs> you didn't get me a donut? I'm like, yeah. you fucking didn't want one. Said you didn't want yeah. one. Where's my coffee? Okay, but like, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I don't, I think we've already talked about, I don't like body fluids. So when people eat, touch my food with their mouth, I don't want to touch it because now your gross saliva's on it. But like, I've had to get over it. As like the primary driver in the household, my wife has to hand me all my food if we're eating at a drive-thru on the go. And she takes the mom tax. So, oh, this wrap looks good. Bite. And I'm just like, like, I can't get mad anymore because I want the wrap. Like, there's no second wrap for me to have, but it's the mom tax, I call it. And just I had to just get over it, but I'm with you. It used to drive me fucking insane, to be honest. <laughs> all right. Oh. Yep. Oh, you got another one? I was just gonna say, yeah, it's it's uh it's overrated. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't I don't I don't know what the fuck overrated means. So it's unpaid. Have... No, sorry, unpaid. Yeah, yeah, unpaid. Go. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, speaking of completions, come again. Yep. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, let's see. Unpaid or underrated? I'm gonna go with personalized license plates, known as I guess we call them the van- uh, vanity vanity plates. plates. Yeah. So. Vanity plates, unpaid or underrated? Uh, vanity plates. So yeah, like back in the day, I did have a, uh, I did have a carp license plate with my. Uh, I heard, I heard that with my football number on there. So sixty nine. Uh, carp sixty nine. No, seventy seventy six. <laughs> carp seventy six. But uh, right. Uh, no, sixty nine <laughs> is the amount of chicken bakes I order when I go to Costco. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, well, I said recently my wife got me one that says Carp's Gym for the front of my car, too. So I could kind of go either way on that. So, well, is that a that's not a vanity plate, though? That's just a personalized plate. Well, so in Tennessee, do you have front and back license? Plates? No, we have just on okay, the back. So yeah. I'm not gonna, I, I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna say that's just like a that's decorations. I'm talking about okay. So, like, because like a vanity plate, you have to go to the DMV and pay like like a hundred bucks a year to have or something, don't you? Like, there's there's a oh, yeah, it's like especially if it's. So if it's vanity cost. and it's customized, it's like if it's mm-hmm. you you pick the spelling here, it's like instead of seventy bucks, it's like two hundred bucks or something like that. Fuck that! Because yeah. you're paying you're paying the the vanity plate plus the personalized vanity plate. So, 
Yeah, when you get older, you're like, oh, man, that's definitely not as important as I thought it was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I will remember another code for less money. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's unpaid, man. Unpaid, okay. I guess. Okay. Even though I liked it at the time, it's still unpaid. So when's the last time you think you had it on your car? Oh, that would have been like college. Yeah. Okay, like, okay, so, like, like mid-2000s. Okay, so like you, it was a five-year thing you did when you were in your early 20s. I got you. Yeah, until I started, you know, having to pay all my own stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> when you're playing football and uh, you have a little side job at the movie theater, it, it only covers so much. So your parents kind of supplement. Like, I've always worked, like, since I was 15 in some type of capacity. But, you know, all that, you know, five, $5 an hour job doesn't pay all those bills. So, like, you know, the parents usually help you. But back then, also, gas was only $10 for a whole tank. So $5 went farther than it does now. Right. But, yeah, it's unpaid. Well, I'm going to wrap my portion up with, ooh, I feel bad stealing this because I think he edited it for himself, but I think it's going to be no, funny. No, please do. So it's going to be funny. I'm going to go with specifically McDonald's ketchup, unpaid or underrated. McDonald's oh, dude. ketchup. Is there something more than unpaid? <laughs> Can it be like triple unpaid? <laughs> uh, Mick unpaid. Do we call that Brian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh dude, unpaid, 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 unpaid. Cause in, in the modern era, it's de- unpaid all the way. Like uh there was a time when I think they actually had Heinz ketchup, which is the number one ketchup, by the way. There's no other ketchups. Uh that even harkens back to a uh sister podcast early episode where uh Tyler, yeah. Big Tyler Effenstone is a is a ketchup guy, I think, too. Yes, and yeah, is. Heinz yeah. is the is the only ketchup. McDonald's came out with their, I think it was the late nineties. They came out with their fancy ketchup, which is something that they, they produce and sell. So if you ever look at the packets, it will say McDonald's fancy ketchup. But at one time it had the flip thing on the back where it was a Heinz bottle. And like you see like all the other chains, but yeah, dude, I cannot stand McDonald's ketchup. I quit eating McDonald's because they twitched the ketchups. Like all that, the McNugget story and all that from back in the day, that was, you know, back in the day, or I had my own ketchup available like you, you know, you you would take your own ketchup to McDonald's, not not to McDonald's, but you like would, you, you would know, get McDonald's and drive through, and, and yeah, 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 yeah and then take yeah. it home and use my house ketchup. Or I, I, see, I see, I see, yeah, yeah, definitely. So unpaid, okay. So that that was that I had three unpaids. Damn, I I I think I hit all your your. I don't like these. So let's see what Joey. <laughs> let's see if Joey can find anything you might like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one of them's if not. That's fun. I think one of them's gonna. I'm taking a gamble on it, um, but I want to go first and foremost, unpaid or underrated flavored cola. One of my favorite drinks is vanilla Coke. So what do you think about the flavored vanilla flavored diet colas and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Like I don't want anything in my, in my tea or anything. I don't like lemon tea or lime Coke, none of that stuff. Like, uh, nowadays, everyone has the, not everyone, but a lot of the chains and stuff have the uh, the mixed fountain. Like, you can yeah. choose whatever you want. Yeah, I've seen those. And those, those fountains do not taste the same. It's not, no. like, I don't know if it's because it all comes out of the same spout and, like, you're getting lime mixed in, in everybody's drink or whatever. But um, they just do not taste right. So, I don't like anything added to my, I mean, they make different variations of, you know, Diet Coke and stuff, the different lime and different ones, mm-hmm. cherry and all that. I'm, I don't like anything. I don't like any fruit in my in my drinks, whether it's tea, Coke, anything. So I'm going to say unpaid for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I vanilla Coke was here in Canada for a brief time, and then you could only get it from uh, places that imported it. So I used to buy vanilla Coke all the time because it was just my favorite drink. I have a yeah. I even brought it up just because my wife we found a sugar free, um, like off brand one that I kind of like, but. I took it out of my thing today because it has 45 milligrams of caffeine and I don't drink caffeine after a certain amount of a certain time of day. So that's fun. All right. So that one, definitely. Um, this is the one that I think is going to fall flat, but I'm going to try it anyway because it'll make somebody happy. Unpaid or underrated Magikarp's Splash Attack. I don't know what that is. All right. Yeah, that was a Pokemon joke I thought would go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Magikarp oh, no, is yeah. uh he's a Pokemon and the joke is that yeah I'm not a I'm not a attack. Pokemon guy I like I'm into movies and all that but Pokemon is not one of my things I got into. Somebody's gonna go. That was funny, Joey. Thank you for asking that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take move, your word for it. <laughs> so I'm moving on to uh, the last one. Um, unpaid or underrated barbell safety clamps. I mean, I, th- I think they're, I think they're, what does that be? Be underrated or unpaid? Yeah, I think they're, un- I think they're underrated. I've, I've, uh, back in, back in high school, man, like, like bench was always one of my better lifts. And, but my, I guess over time it worked out or there's some, some high school jokes in there too, where one arm is way stronger than the other. <laughs> uh, so I would have, I would be locked out like this, man. And I'd be like, don't you, don't you effing touch this bar because I'm going to get it. Like I've got the strength to get this, and it would be literally like a seesaw type deal. Like I could get this arm locked out, and if it was like a really heavy weight, like you know the moderates, not but like if we're maxing out or something. So I always had to clamp my bars because if not, I mean that thing will go. Even if you start doing that, the plates start mm-hmm. sliding off the bar. So yeah. normally on bench, on bench, I would say no collars, but like on something like that where you're going for a max attempt and you probably have spotters. Uh, so it'd be like one of these deals. Then you would just lock it out eventually but if they ever touch the bar man like you're gonna have a bad day if you touch that bar but you know over time it's it's evened itself out and you know different training styles back then it was all touch and go so nowadays i try to do actually powerlifting bench press but um yeah i'd say they're underrated because they can save your life if you do them right but always have a always have your uh spotter set if you don't have a, if you're lifting alone make sure you're yep. you've got some type of safety precautions other always. than those always what are your preferred style of color uh, I like the uh, the Massonomics are the best ones I've got, man. Yeah, me They're too. Made, made by the Strength Co. So the Strength Co. Yep. If you guys didn't jump on that, or you wanted to lift hard, live easy, like I actually got mine through the website, but um, they have the same collars uh, from Strength Co. And they're uh, they can last a lifetime. It's, there's a one piece on there that you can adjust. So if it wears out, they can just be replaced. So really, they could last you forever. And not plus the red. I got the red, so they just pop. You know, I got uh, the red too. Yeah. Uh, the only well, thing I really, I, like, I really like the Stranko collars. Now I don't know if you know, but Bells of Steel made one exactly the same, but they put magnets in them so that you could just clip them to the side of your. I heard that was coming. I haven't seen it yet, or haven't tried it, but I've heard that. Yeah, I that remember. Might be a, I asked the Stranko. I was like, "Are they ma- like are these magnetized?" And they were kind of like, "Why would we do that?" And that's because I knew what Bells of Steel was releasing. Yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm buying yours anyway. Like, I'm not." Right. I'm not going to not get these. But it's like, I wonder if I just put a magnet on the side of these myself just so that I have somewhere to put them. But then I never clued into me. You just leave them on the bar. 
Yeah. <laughs> like you just you just leave them on the bar and then you stack all the weights and then you move them and you slide all the weights side. Like when Tanner did that with the video. Yeah. That never occurred to me because one of my biggest problems is where do I put these while I'm loading the bar? Yeah, but you just leave it on the bar. It's way easier. All right. I think you uh I think you passed unpaid and underrated. Although we had to gloss over the magic carp one. <laughs> I wish I could have helped you out there, but that's that's hey, out of my I, purview. I was like, I was like, it's got carp in it. Maybe it'll go somewhere, but no, it's fine. I always get like carpe diem or that some kind of play on that. <laughs> you know, all kinds of weird stuff like that all the time. So, but that's Never the first. Po- that's the first Pokemon. First Pokemon, yeah. We did it. We did it, crew. Hey. <laughs> uh, before we hand the reins over to you, I do have one question. Yeah, uh, what's up with the red? Where's the red theme come from? What inspires that for you? Uh, I've just always liked red personally. Like I just like the color and uh, with red and black, like growing up when sports, all our stuff was blue. Like, uh, and I just thought it looked cool, honestly, like, and I, they usually go together and then coming into the massonomics world, uh, a lot of the stuff is red and black, <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of black tees. And so whenever a red tee came out, I like, man, I got to definitely have a red tee. Um, but I just think they look good together. Like, you know, like you can do like one panel, you can get like the, the uprights in one color and then you match your stuff. So, it's a lot easier to match mix and match attachments if you have a one color because almost everybody makes something in black. So you can get, you know, like Sears is orange, so you can get orange and then all your other stuff can be black. And, it, you know, it seems like go together. I just like the red and black look. That's good enough an answer for me, bud. Same. My car's black and red. My gym's black and red. Well, it's all black now, but it was black and red. So, same, man. And right. also NWO Wolfpack. Right. right. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Well, WC. You got anything you want to hit us with, big guy? Uh, let's see. Well, I know we we went over that one, and we kind of took each other's on that uh, FMKs. Let me see here. Uh, I'll go. I'll get get Joey back in the mix here. Um, let's do FMK for Joey. Powerlifting, strongman, or wrestling? FMK. I don't think y'all have done that one before. I tried to get stuff that I knew. No, that's, right, that's good. No, that's yeah, that's good. I don't know what he's gonna kill. He's gonna, uh, but he. I know. No, I actually, I know what he's gonna. You have your druthers on FMK as well. So, like, I want to marry wrestling because it's just been a part of my life for so long, so long. But like, I can just not. I don't think I've actually watched wrestling since Bray Wyatt died. I don't think I've actually tuned into anything since his match. And then he disappeared. And I was like, well, then I never need to watch this again. Um, But like, I still like kind of maintain contact. You know what I mean? Like I read up and I watch some of the YouTube highlights and things like that. Um, I've never done a strong man, anything. And, but I intend to like, at some point I'm going to, and powerlifting is what I do but I definitely would say it's not the only thing I ever want to do. So I would say then we're going to marry wrestling. It's just been there. Like I said, we said it earlier, dance with the one that brought you. Um, so marry wrestling, probably fuck powerlifting and kill strongman today. Ask me again next year. And see if that's different. Fair enough. Yeah, I knew that would be hard for you because I knew you. I knew you were at least a fan of a strongman in wrestling and powerlifting. You probably are too because you're doing it. But 
I, I didn't know what was going to happen with the strongman and the wrestling. So I, I, I love powerlifting because it's, it's fun. It's easy. And it's what I've been doing. But if somebody said tomorrow, you're never allowed to do that again, go train strongman. I would like, I don't think I would like mourn powerlifting. I'm not like some of the people where I'm, I'm not listening to two white lights and talking about all the powerlifting drama and all the, the federations. I do. You know, I've said it before. And I'll say it again. One thing me and outlaw country, we both agree with fuck the feds. Right, I have no patience for that kind of stuff. So, like, yeah, that was a good call. Now, Joey, are you familiar with the uh, the, the the movie coming out tomorrow with Zac Efron, The Iron Claw? Yes, I am. Uh, yes, I am. Movie. That's that's about the Von Erichs. Yeah, is that on your immediate watch list? <laughs> it is on. Yeah, actually, it is. <laughs> so, I don't know if it'll still be in theaters by the time I'm free to go see a movie. <laughs> um, but the reviews have looked okay. Um. <laughs> The uh, if you don't know about the Von Erichs, it's a very tragic story. Like n- right. there's only like one that's left alive. Yeah, that and it's it's been pretty sad. And they were they were supposed to be like there's like families in wrestling because there always has been. There's the Hearts from from Calgary, right? Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Stu Hart, Jim Neidhart, all those. Um, you know, there's the Mysterios. Um. There's one other one I'm just forgetting for some stupid reason. But there's always a family business. And the Von Erichs should have been. The Rhodes. Yeah, the Rhodes. The Von Erichs should have been like mm-hmm. the, like the, I don't want to say mafia, but like the powerful family. And they just died. They all just died. <laughs> like in horrible ways. So... Spoiler it looks, alert. it looks be a good movie. Yeah, spoiler alert. You know? I didn't know that. So I would have actually probably. It might hurt less when I watch it and like the fucking main character starts to die off. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, now I know that's one out. of them. I like, think died up in Canada, like just went off a bridge. Ooh, yeah. Sad. Sorry. We, 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 we hijacked your questions there, Eric. So yeah, it's all, it's all good stuff, man. I said druthers. So we want to go uh, FMK for Keith. Whatever you I'll got. do. Uh, let's this, this one could have been for either one of you, I guess, but uh, I'm going to go with Keith on this one. Because he took my other one uh, earlier. Sorry, buddy. Let's go FMK, uh, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, and Will Ferrell. Oh, we're killing Will Ferrell because he's fucking horrible and isn't funny and has never produced anything that is worth my time at all whatsoever. So Will Ferrell is dead before I even remember who you said the other two were. So Jim Carrey or Sandler? Ooh, fucker, man. So this is where it's getting confused. Like the fuck is like it's like a quick hitter basically where someone that like because you 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 could in a in in the moment like want to fuck someone more than you want to be married to someone but like the whole fucking thing it's like i i, I guess I, I personally would rank it as like you know mary is like the number one fucking is the number two and then killing's the number three in that scenario so sandler carry lifetime achievement ooh jim carrey or adam sandler fuck or marry Ooh, man! I think I gotta fuck Jim Carrey and Mary Sandler. San, because uh, like Jim Carrey probably peaked higher for me, but Sandler I think's done more. I, don't, I can't even say that because Jim Carrey's done so much. Fuck, that's tough. But <laughs> I do like I do. It's a good one, and they're both. It is a good like, one, and neither of them are like 
my favorite because a lot of it is like it resorts to like the stupid comedy which is like i can only take so much of before i'm like all right that's that's funny but it's like not when it's repetitive it's not as funny which i don't know which mm, fuck this is tough but yeah i guess i'll i'm gonna marry sandler and fuck carrie yeah I used to get told I looked like Adam Sandler when I was younger, but I don't know if I still... I think that's when I had longer hair and actually like grew it out a little bit and it was like super curly. So maybe that was it, but yeah, I don't think I look like him anymore. One thing you can say is they're all heavy hitters for sure. And then recently, oh, Sad- Sandler won that uh, Mark Twain Award for comedy. So I don't know if you ever saw that. But. I do remember that whole... Yeah, he it was in, it almost turned it into like a roast, didn't it? From like all his buddies. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. funny. That was good. He's got a fucking good good for him for having a trophy wife too. Is there of those three? Is there follow up questions? Of those three, is there a skit or a scene in a movie that is your favorite from any of one of the three, and that you can that that you can call up as something you just thought was hilarious, or you know, it could be could be uh, on the TV man. days, Saturday Night Live, or it could be. I never, movies. I was never, I was not a Saturday Night Live guy. I'm, I'd really have, to, I'm sure, I'm completely going to miss something. And then Jim Carrey was on uh, the other show on Fox. Oh, Fire, was it Firefighting Dan or Firefighting? What the Fire Marshal Bill? Fire, Fire Marshal Bill. Bill. It was on yeah. Living Color. It was yeah. called Living Let me Color. Let show you something. He was, yeah, he was on the, it was, it was back when, like, I remember watching that when like, we first got, like, better cable and we were actually able to get FX in, like, the mid 90s, early 90s, probably. He did that um, Vanilla Ice remix. <laughs> yeah. So White, White Baby or something like that. <laughs> yeah with his hair with his hair and everything yeah yeah nothing's jumping out at me so I, I, okay I, I that's fair to, enough i'll think about it and i'll throw something on instagram on the on the podcast page in a couple of days when i actually think of something but uh i can't think of anything right now honestly you guys want to do fmk or transition to go into something else whatever you got man this is this is your you you got you got 10 15 minutes do whatever you want uh okay we'll do a couple more uh actually here's what i will do this it's kind of Something different. Um, it's a little game, sort of. Uh, I like to call Mount Rushmore. So you have well, pick your top four in this category. It kind of harkens to the uh, the sister podcast being in South Dakota. And uh, Big Keith, me again. give me your Mount Rushmore comedy movies. Oh God, man, killing me. I don't know. I don't, I've, n- I've uh, never laughed. So. Your personal top four it doesn't have yeah. to be what the world thinks is uh, the top four. What you think are your top four? Outside Providence, um, Out Cold. It, it's it's kind of a comedy. It's more actiony, but like uh, Mystic River, the Russell Crowe like hockey movie. There's some really oh, funny, yeah. there's some really funny shit in that. Um. Oh fuck! What would the fourth one be? I don't think it's something new that I've, I don't remember the last like new movie. Uh, Dirty, the, so not the not the one with Johnny Knoxville, like Dirty Grandpa with Robert De Niro and Zac Efron. I think it, I can't remember if that was Dirty or I think it was Dirty Grandpa, right? No, I know what you're talking about. I'm not sure if that there was a there, there was, was a two movies grandpa. that came out in the same couple of years. Yeah, yeah. The one was one of one was a jackass movie basically, and then one was. The, yeah, the, the one is Johnny Knoxville dressed up as a Yeah, so not character. that yeah. one. Not, yeah. not that one. The okay. one with Robert De Niro where he played. I can't remember what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I remember laughing my ass off at that. I was just like, I'd, I'd have to like look up the orange glaze scale and actually like... <laughs> 
go to comedy and then like pick like the top because I'm not a like I really am not a like comedy is not my like I like movies but I don't know I don't I I gotta say I'm I'm very proud of you for naming four movies I've never fucking seen or heard of in my life like that's that's hard to do. Some of those well, you just out, did out cold, out cold is kind of a cult classic. It has so many times. It has the same main character as Mallrats, like the guy. I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, oh, the guy no, that was Earl. Earl. Wait, no, no, okay. not, Earl, not Earl. The other guy, the Earl's buddy, uh, Jason Lee's friend that was on the going on the dating show or whatever. Yeah, I, you, oh. he's the main. He's the main character in Out Cold. Or, Fuck, is that actually him? Out Cold is really the, well, the, the guy in Out Cold is one of two brothers. It's like two like twins that were popular. I'm pretty sure that's him. I'm not. It might be his brother, but like there was it not the O'Donnell twins, but like I can't think of what his name twins. is. Uh, I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. Was it Jeremy London? Yeah, yeah. that's him. When Jaws pops out of the water. Ooh, honorable mention, which actually probably would have knocked any of those off the table. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Which what which also had one of the Landons in. I think it was his brother, though. All right, all right, all right. London, the London, whatever the fuck, like the the, the two twin brothers. No, Landon was Michael Landon. He's from Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, yeah. London is a fucking place in where Big I, David's from. I can't believe I just like remembered Michael Landon from Little I, House on the when Prairie. When I said it too, that's I knew I was someone was going <laughs> to fucking roast me for that. All right, no, so I'm, I'm not roasting you. I'm just Laura, very proud Laura of Eagles. myself. I watched a lot of Little House on the Prairie as a kid. It was one of the few shows. That <laughs> well, was, yeah, like, it was on syndication like all summer long. It was just like we all it would did. Be, like it usually be like back to back hours of it too. So watch. All- so all right, are- well we gonna transition to Joey there. Same question for Joey. What's your Mount Rushmore on horror movies? Mm. Okay, so obviously Paranormal Activity. I've made my passion about that movie very very serious. Is going to be up there. Rosemary's Baby is going to be up there. Um, hard to, are uh, you could argue that one's not a horror movie, um, unless you're really paying attention. That movie is very, very uh, anxiety driven. Uh, the Babadook, I think, would be up there as well, just because of its approach to uh, mental health and guilt. Where, if you're really watching the movie, you'll clue into that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a lot deeper than a simple, there's a scary ghost guy. And last, probably Insidious. Um, oh, that was pretty, I remember that one. Yeah, in, Insidious is incredible right up until about the last 10 minutes. Um, yeah, uh, which one? Were you, uh, Insidious is the one with um, the tiptoe through the windows, right? With that one. Yeah, and I, I remember that one scene in the car, man. That was that was rough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's another one too um, called Sinister, and Sinister is a pretty much a series of snuff films, and it's very uncomfortable. Not in the way that like some of the other movies I've talked about, like Human Centipede, uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, well, no, I would think um, Bone Tomahawk, uncomfortable. That one was like <laughs> scarring. I don't want to watch that ever again. But um, Sinister was very kind of like, because they never really show it, but like they show people watching it, like that one. Uh, and Annabelle. I think you could put Annabelle up there. Right? As a fifth, like, if I had to remove yeah, yeah. one and add one. Right, right. Because I really liked the um, the Conjuring 
but it wasn't as good, I think, as the first Annabelle Origins was. And then the Conjuring stuff just all went insane. And they just, like, expanded a universe. But I think that's those four, and maybe with the addition of Annabelle as, like, the gift shop. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I knew that, that was kind of your genre, so I figured, let's see, he had some good insight on that. I, and like I, I said, it's not... It's not what everybody thinks. It's what Joey thinks. Yeah, because right, they're they're your ratings, not our ratings. So suck his dick. Yeah, you could honestly ask me every week because I watch. I try and watch one every week, and sometimes I end up watching shitty horror movies. Because what I'll do, and this is probably stupid to be honest with you, is I pay for them. Ew. Yeah, so, so that many streaming things you can get them bootleg. I know, but I'm committed. I guess whether I want to like I finish it whether I want to or not. Right? So I might oh, I see, see a preview and I'd be like, okay, yeah, that one. And I'm halfway through and I'm like, this movie fucking sucks, but I paid four dollars to watch it, so I'm watching it. I loaded the bar, I gotta squat it, you know? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And so some you know, they can't all be zingers. And um you know, I've watched a couple that were, I watched one that was supposed to be like, this is the most uncomfortable, scary movie. It was fucking garbage. And then you just randomly watch one. Then you're like, so some scuba divers find a house under a lake and there's a cult family still somehow alive, drowned in there. And you're like, that's not going to be good. And it was fucking great. Like <laughs> it, was, it will shock you how you're like, I really want to finish this movie to see how it ends. So I do enjoy my horror movies. Thank you for asking. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I got a couple questions and uh, we'll see. I like, like, can go to either one of you. I think I'm going to do uh, this. Yeah. This is for both of you. So I'll start with Keith. Yeah, buddy. What's the, what's the best lift you've seen in person that has affected you in some kind of way? Like any lift that you've seen and someone else do and how it made you feel for whatever reason, like, is there anything that stands out that was shocking to you? Or Well, I watched Dan Bell and Thor at the Arnold last year. Like I was like two feet away from both of them when they did their expo uh, at the at the Rogue uh, the Rogue booth. And they, they worked up to like, I don't know, 800 or something. So it wasn't anything huge. But like to watch Thor basically tap out. And then like essentially like I heard through like one of the other guys that was handling Dan or helping him out. Like, yeah, Thor didn't want to go up and he asked Dan not to go up either, even though Dan could have fucking kept going up. And so seeing that was kind of cool. I was like, I was like, like a huge powerlifting fan. I essentially see like a powerlifter beat a strong man at a power, you know? So, uh, as far as like, did that inspire me or anything? Not really. Like, I don't know, like in person, there was a local dude that, uh, he has pulled 800 a couple times in competition. I think the one time I saw him, it was actually really cool. It was when I was fairly new to powerlifting and they were doing a deadlift only uh, meet, but they were doing it on like a pier at like a beach. Uh, so we were literally like, like on like, I mean, it was like a, a, a beach at like one of the local lakes, like on uh, Lake Ontario uh, at like, just like one of the city fucking beach parks or whatever. But like, see it watching yeah. a deadlift meet and watching a dude at like two twenty fucking rip up like 750 or something for the first time like that was the biggest lift i had ever seen in person at that time which was pretty cool um yeah i would say those i mean i've seen a bunch of like smaller dudes lift bigger weights and stuff but do i remember anything specifically like i i don't know i'm sure i saw some gym lifts of like buddies hitting huge numbers and stuff but uh 
I would probably go with, well, yeah, seeing Dan in person, like with Thor and being like getting there like early because I knew it was because it was a, it was kind of like a last, it was like a, a day or two notice. And I think you only really saw it unless you were following their social medias. So like knowing to be at the booth like a half hour early and just fucking stand there with nothing going on to then like have a fucking perfect seat or a, I mean, standing room only, obviously. Uh, and then like that would that killed like an hour at the Arnold, just like fucking enthralled of like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. That's I've listened to him on like 10 different podcasts and like he's just fucking pretty. Sh- I, I can't remember. Who it was. I think he was drinking beer on all honesty or at least he drank beer immediately afterwards. So Dan. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't <laughs> confirm. Yeah, because no, I was drinking with Dan all oh, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. like me that's like meeting big jonathan at some type of competition man he's you know he's he's starting them before he's even we see he's going man oh yeah yeah uh at that same arnold um so i did watch mitch win mitchell hooper win the strongman i was there i watched that's him cool. carry that log up the ramp crack a beer and celebrate his win so if i have to answer that same question it's probably that at that same event, though, I did see Tamara Walcott um, strapless. That's the thing. She set the record for the women's elephant deadlift bar. Or elephant oh, bar yeah, deadlift. That. Yep. And then the person after her matched her lift. But remember, Tamara did not wear straps. Because Tamara is a powerlifter who just happened to go in demolish the strong man so that was strong woman that was awesome i also happened to see shane hunt rep 800 or 750 i think i think i, I at the yeah. at the strength co-booth during the deadlift party that was impressive. So, yeah, i've seen that clip i didn't have seen it live but i saw that clip oh you will probably see me or hear me in that clip because i was right front row center pretty much just making sure that like i was kind of helping but not helping like I was just kind of in the way, but like if somebody needed something, I didn't like, I would turn and grab it or something or like help load the plates. So, uh, yeah, that was, I was definitely there to watch that. And that was the first time I'd ever seen him. I, then I found out he was the guy that kept bailing on massonomics pretty much that day, <laughs> but watching him do that for fun, he was just like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And that was, that was pretty insane. He's not a massive guy like Dan or anything, is he? I mean, he's pretty no, he's a, lean he's guy. Like 242 or 275. Yeah, and he's lean. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. strong, dude. Okay. That was before yeah. he went super crazy on social media. Well, yeah. And, and you know, I know you left that day, Keith, but I think you really, you would have loved that because yeah. that was, I was front row center. I was watching, I think Taj, yeah, Taj, Fit Bod Taj, she is on Instagram, was there. Um, Jonathan Oldham, Julius Maddox, TD Smash. Shane Hunt, Dan Bell, um, like I just sat there, just partied with these dudes while they just deadlifted. Yeah, and it, it was it was probably the coolest part of anything I've ever done. I'm jealous that I'm, I had to leave that morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I from everything I hear, uh, sorry, no, you're good. I was gonna say from everything I hear, I wasn't there, but it kind of became the animal cage that year because there was no yeah. animal cage the last couple of years. It pretty much so was. That was kind of the only thing that wasn't already in a competition. So yeah. But then the coolest part is grant. Then as soon as that was over, it was just opened up to anybody. What do you want to lift? Put up, put anything on the bar. Right. So yeah, it was really cool. Nice. Okay. So forget anything else for you guys. It's kind of adjacent to that. How many crew do you think you've met in person for both of you? <laughs> Oof. 
I don't know the answer. I'm just wondering what you think because I know Keith has done a lot of stuff recently that's probably define that me number. like because like I kind of covered that the other day. Like I didn't, I don't, I don't consider that I met everyone that was at the Lift Hard Live Easy because like I do I have to shake their <laughs> hand and talk to them like like I met some people it? twice. Yeah, yeah. Have I met you? Yeah. Keith, Keith did too. One with, would, with one eye open and two eyes open. I mean, well, I, I mean, on the, like, at the Lift Hard Live Easy, like, I fully walked up to people and was just like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah, we met last night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, I had to do that like twice. And there's still people that, like, there's one person that was, I think, at the breakfast who I still don't remember their name. Mm <laughs> hmm. I gotta be at like, fuck. I'm fifty plus. Like, yeah, I mean, because I mean, that's that's that's. I mean, plus you factor in because I met like Kevin was at uh, the Arnold. I met a few guys at the Arnold that didn't make it to lift hard, so I got a couple more there. A couple guys uh, like like Chad was here lifting a couple weeks ago, but I mean, okay. So how many do we say at the lift? If there was sixty at the lift or hard, at least forty of those were crew. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I've met over fifty. Probably un- under seventy, more than fifty. Same. Like, that I, how many? Like, that how I, many would you I've say a year ago? Hands with. Oh, a year ago. Twelve months ago. Zero. Zero. <laughs> For sure. Fuck. I'm gonna go with one. Probably just one. Okay. Yeah. No, two. Because it would have been Eddie, Big Eddie, and Matt Sesney. Ah. Uh, that you just the offhand. Well, yeah, because uh, I knew I met Matt at a meet the year before, like, and we were both really we both realized we were in the supporting members and then we were both doing a meet in Buffalo and we were like, oh, see you there. And like we you know hung out all day and shit. And that was pre Arnold pre. So that would have been like 2021, I guess. I don't know. And then I met, I met Eddie fucking like two couple at least a year before or the Arnold that I went to last year. I don't think it was any more as far as a year ago. And then, yeah. Mine, okay. Mine's a lot easier. It's only two. It was uh, Kurt Locker when he came here, and then Big Jonathan when he was in Nashville doing that, uh, the, the uh, surplus strength booth. Mm. They did a, they did a kind of similar competition or like deadlift off or whatever type of deal. Thank you. And yeah, he repped. I, I think he repped 700 for like five or something. Or like yeah, something I did see that. Uh, in cowboy boots and a, <laughs> and a, speedo. <laughs> and a speedo. That was pretty impressive. And a cowboy hat. <laughs> Yeah, I that can't was, even. That was something impressive. I think I might I, get four. Yeah, actually, pre a year ago. Sorry, I can't even because like, there's people I met that like, oh yeah, your crew. Oh, yeah, hey, like the Arnold, a whirlwind. The Arnold was even more of a whirlwind than the Lift Hard Live Easy because at least the Lift Hard Live Easy people knew who I was. And at the Arnold at the time, nobody knew who I was, so I would just be getting introduced to people, just left, right, and center. Tanner, and Tommy, oh hey, and like. How many times have you met Justin, Big Action Jesus? And he's a lovable dude. Love that guy. And he was just like, oh, do you know that guy? Do you know that guy? Do you know that? And I just was like, like in autopilot, shaking hands, also smashed mm-hmm. by the, like by four o'clock on Saturday. No, just on Miller, <laughs> just hammed because this is what you, I was just having fun and people just kept, there kept being beers in my hand. And so. Yeah, I would say it's it's easily fifty plus, probably closer to seventy as well. Actually, I have this here, which is signed by several. About this many people. <laughs> There's at least some of them on there, including I think Big Karen and Huck Finn are on here too. Oh, nice. Actually, I think Shane Hunt's on here as well. That's 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I, uh, yeah, I, I'd say I'm about that. Uh, probably just a hair more, maybe with, I don't know if with the lift hard, because you might have met a few more people at the Arnold, but I feel like most people that you met, you met Nate. I haven't met Nate, but other than that, I'm trying to think who else you would have met at the Arnold that I didn't meet the day before that morning. I don't know. And then <laughs> everyone that we 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 say that the the lift hard is a wash. Fuck! I barely I barely remember meeting you. And like that I, is how many people I met at the Arnold that way. And then <laughs> and then I met another four or five people at uh, Crew Falls. And then I've got a f- couple guys out here that are technically crew that I've met that probably will never. I don't know if they'll ever go out. But yeah, no, that's that is cool to like to think about like collectively at least 50 people that you've shaken hands with and met in person solely because of this podcast because of you know the sister podcast that's pretty nifty i i know i know your number got up a lot in the past year that's that's all i want to know what would have been a year ago how much has changed it's been pretty crazy yeah if you ask me another year from now too i think we're going to break 100 because there's going to be at least there's going to be at least 40 because i basically i have to meet like 40 new people this year I don't know, it's, it's probably going to be doable. We should just get a booth. There's a lot of new faces. <laughs> <laughs> just get it. Yeah. Just get a booth at the lift hard. Yeah, get a booth at the lift hard. Live easy. In between warm ups and sets, like one of us uh, is just always there. <laughs> I do want to do a lot. More Code unpaid. I do want to try to do a lot more content that year, this year, though. Even if it's just the React videos, but like without my fucking thirty second monologue introducing myself every clip. Everybody's big Keith. Yeah, we know, dude. We know. <laughs> Here's a well, selfie of up my nose. <laughs> it was such a good weekend. I had such a good time. No, I I look forward to meeting more dudes and chicks and crew and cookies and all that. Co- meat sticks. Chips that it is. Yeah, meat sticks. Yeah, give me all the meat. I, what I'm not looking forward to is uh, in, meeting more meme accounts. How many? How many? I'm so many. I'm so confused on who anyone is now to, with all these meme accounts. And we got another, they're not, we got like they're not very good at hiding it. It's all. Oh, yeah. It's all getting kind of obvious, but that's okay. People are having fun. Yeah, no, it's just it's just funny. Like, oh, and there's like it's. I came across a couple because I've I've been going through my Instagram list and kind of like unfollow not not unfollowing people I know necessarily, just unfollowing like people that I've been following. That like, all right, why am I following this person nowadays? Like, I'm I want to get my follower count down of people that I'm just like wasting. I I want my feed to be more of my friends and less people I don't care about. so I think I think I've come across a couple old meme accounts that like aren't even active anymore. There was like there's like a couple different massonomics accounts that are like legit meme accounts that haven't had anything since like 2021. And I was like, huh, wonder whose that is. Like who just stopped playing with their meme account? Okay, I got one. I think it might be a good one uh, for both of you. What you got? This is uh, kind of harkens back to the Big Dave episode. Uh, he said he doesn't slap the bass in the band Rule 17. But he said that came off of the movie Zombieland, kind of a play on that. Mm-hmm. So in that movie, Woody Harrelson is going around looking across the world for Twinkies. Yep. In that, in, if that happened today, and you guys, what would you search the world for? What type of food or snack cake or whatever would you be looking for if it was you? Is there anything, any type of food or beverage that you would be searching in an apocalypse type situation? Yager. <laughs> that was maybe too easy for Joey. Yeah, it was way too easy. Uh, no, because at that point, like, that's a detriment. So, probably all dressed chips. 
I can see myself like going a certain amount of time without him and then being like, oh, fuck that. Like, we've got to go and find some of those right now. In the vein of it being, and I'll go with in the vein of it being like a pastry or like something like not satiating, like not like not protein based to keep me alive in an apocalypse. Uh, just something that's like a sweet tooth kind of thing. Uh, Swiss rolls, Swiss rolls are my jam. Like that's uh, if I had to like have like one like little Debbie snack food to rule them all. Like Swiss roll was just like you know one sea hair above the rest in my book. Would that be one of your unlimited calorie items if you picked one? Like, <laughs> mine would probably be ketchup, but would yours be the Swiss roll? No, I don't. I would. I'd probably. Not. I'm going to stick with the the cheesecake ranch. and ranch. But the but the whole like you're not going to fucking want ranch or an apocalypse because it ain't. It wouldn't have been fucking uh, kept. Yeah, it would be fresh. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then like I, you know, I'm not going to want a rotten cheesecake. So you got to go with something like. In that, because that that's why the whole Twinkie thing is like a tw- Twinkie will sur- literally survive apocalypse to harken back to like what is it a fucking uh well what, that's kind of contradicted by uh John McClane when he bites into the one and Die Hard and he like bitches about it being all like ten years old or something but like that's the thing like aren't Twinkies supposed to taste the same through an apocalypse or something? <sighs> all right, that's fair enough. Uh, I've got a few more questions, but it's up to you guys. Do you, you want to keep uh, it rolling or do you want to share it down? One more, one more, and we'll call it our night. Okay, this if one is if they're separate, do one more each. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, Daddy's getting tired. This one could be for Joey. Has All he right. seen it? The movie Howard the Duck. Yep. Do I remember anything from it? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's Marvel yep. lore, so I didn't know. Yeah, no, it is Marvel. That's lore. coming out as a as a movie, but uh... in fact, he's a, he's in uh, the Last Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Uh, he's in At the very end. Yeah, yeah, he was in two of them there. So, and I think he appears in the last Spider-Man movie too. Oddly enough, he's he he's made two appearances in something, but definitely saw that as a kid when I should not have. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of guys remember the uh, might have been their first shot at a a naked duck. Yep. <laughs> yeah, naked duck dick. Um. Yep. Definitely have seen that. That might be the episode title then. Naked duck dick. Yeah, that, that might edge out the <laughs> other one. We, uh, that might edge out whatever we talked about earlier. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. All right, Keith, you want to just a straight question or a FMK? Whatever you got, but whatever you think's gonna be funnier. Okay. Uh, well, it's just a straight question. Where did the name the No Wine Cellar come from? Uh, my Your buddy. Gym. Yeah, my buddy helped me come up with it. I think I was. I think he. I think I knew I wanted to name my gym because I at the time when I had first because I want to say like I had the physical gym for like at least a year before I coined the name uh, before the name was coined. Uh, and I, at that time I was training at another buddy's garage gym. Uh, called the the pain clinic, which was a really witty kind of just play on words, and it was just cool. So I was like, man, I, I need to come up with something like that and try to be original and all that and. My one of my coworkers came over to work out one day, and I think he just he he I at the time I was like I I I seldom drank I wasn't the drinker out of like the, the group of people I worked with they were all fucking like raging alcoholics basically or functioning alcoholics and here I am like I'll drink two or three beers like at most uh so he he already knew I wasn't a big drinker uh he knew it was like it was a basement so you know I don't know somehow he basically came up. I don't remember if he, if he had the whole name, the No Wine Teller, or if he just gave me the idea. I really can't remember because it was legit like seven years ago or something. But it was essentially to the fact around that I like 
I, you know, I'm not a drinker and, you know, don't fucking complain when you're trying to work out. So it's just the no wine cellar. And there's, I I wish I had a better story, but I don't know. I think it's a great fucking name. It just needs a little better story, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'll say like, I knew of his gym way before uh, Massonomics because I've seen him like on Facebook groups and stuff like that. Didn't know Keith at all, but I do remember his gym and the name. I just thought I found it interesting. So, uh, even before Massonomics, I knew uh, Grant Brogy and uh, Keith Honeycutt. I guess that's good. Dope. That's in good in in good company. Yeah, no, complaining in the gym is 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 like top ten stress relief. Like I fucking I said it the other day. I think I was uh, right before my meet. I hit the rack on my walkouts twice. Like for like just top sets. No, I don't mean I hit it twice. Like I hit it on the one set and put it back. And then on the next set I hit the tie. And I was just like, that's it. I'm never lifting again. I'm so fucking mad at this walkout. Like, do I not know what I'm doing? Am I so stupid? Like it just went on for like an hour. Uh, so no complaining in the gym is very important. <laughs> I don't drink in the gym though. Weirdly enough. That kind of, uh, it makes me chuckle even more with the the odd couple memes that came out today, and like it really is like you and I are the fucking odd. I don't like that show predates me. Was it a movie or the show? Like that predates me so much. I don't even fucking know what it's about. I, other than I'm assuming it's just two dudes that don't that see eye to eye on everything, and it's just like like that. That's just that is us to a T, and I just I find that amusing. That like you know we we get to the same place, but we don't take the same path to get there, kind of thing. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it basically the precursor to Grumpy Old Man? Now Grumpy it, Old it Man, is. I get. Okay, so that makes more sense. But, no, but that's kind the of, same two guys. Same, oh, it yeah, is. Okay. It was Walter Matthau and uh, Jack that, Lemon, like, I think. When they're like twenty, really, and then when they're like eighty. Yeah. I might actually have to go fucking uh, see if I can dig dig some of that up then, because I actually really liked Grumpy Old Man and Grumpier Old Men. Like yeah. they were just two old fucking horn dogs. Like just, yeah, there's your uh, old grandpa movie or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's into the grandpa comedy. <laughs> yeah no it's definitely like um it's a mindset thing actually at the meet i was just like i put in my my i think my my squat or something and i was like yeah i'm gonna fail that and then she was like why do you talk to yourself like that and in my head i was like i can see externally why you think that's a negative thing but like me saying that out loud is actually me going no i'm gonna fucking lift that right like when i hit the walkout and i'm like i never want to lift this again that's the initial reaction but then the overcoming reaction is i'm gonna fucking lift that like i'm not i'm not gonna give up just because my brain told me this sucks so it's it's, it is yeah you're right it's a different journey for me sometimes so i need i reserve the right to be mad at it yeah and then i'm gonna overcome it i guess for me the whole aspect of the no wine cellar it's just like i don't know don't give up like because I can, I fucking, you know me, I complain about everything, but it's more of a, like, don't complain about shit you can't fix, I guess. Like, complain about the shit, you, I don't know. Like, I, I complain about the shit I can fix, and I fix it. Like, I'll yeah. complain about, like, oh, this asshole put the fucking plates on the goddamn plate tree backwards. Like, I'm not even talking about that. It's just more like, I don't know. Like, don't complain to the point that you stop lifting. Don't complain yeah. to the point that you're making excuses of why you can't lift, like, like, uh, so here's another, so that's why I own specialty bars. Like, oh, my back hurts. Okay. I own an SSB now and I can fucking box squat. I have a hex bar. I have a fucking, a, yeah. a, I have a neutral grip bench bar. I can fucking still squat bench and deadlift some variation. So like, that's to me, that's where the no wine is. Like, 
even if you do want to whine, still put, can put the work in kind of thing. Absolutely. So, it's that's, one of the things my boss, my, my boss learned about me very quickly is he'll come to me and he'll be like, here's a change we're going to make. And I'll go, that's so stupid. It's going to make everything hard. I'm, I hate it. I hate that you did this without consulting anybody who it affects. Thank you for letting me get that out. I'll do it. And that's just like, <laughs> that's how I need to control or how I need to approach things. Right. Like if it's, if it's a problem, fix it. And if it's not a problem or if you can't fix it, then it was never your problem. That's, you know, anyway. Well, I feel like we've, 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 we've project. Is there anything you want the listeners to know about you, Eric? Anything you didn't get across? We're about to probably bring this in for a landing. Uh, I just wanted to, I feel like we, we got a lot of good content early and then Joey and I kind of uh, hit our stride with some certain things we wanted to vent about and uh, anything you want to hit us with anything you, we didn't cover. No, yeah, I just, uh, thanks for having me on guys. Uh, I thought there'd be some other guys that would make it on here before me, but uh, you know, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah. I covered all the stuff I thought, I thought would be funny or at least uh, make you guys think. So I, I don't really have anything else. If you guys are, if you guys are ready to go, you know, so is there anything you want to ask me, but I, no, I just, I, I, uh, I hope that you get out of this. What I kind of hope everyone gets out of this is just get more followers, get more friends and crew, more opportunity to maybe, maybe someone you didn't realize lives in Tennessee, lives in Tennessee and you fucking go grab a beer with them or something like that's a little, I mean, I, I talk about it all the time. Like I just, I want this podcast to be for everyone fucking get to know each other stop fucking hiding in the shadows like become you know more friendly with each other that came uh, out weird most importantly yeah. find a reason to show up at the arnold or the liftard levisi that <laughs> or crew falls or home gym con or anywhere that at least one other no just do the ones be. i'm going to forget the rest yeah, of them. Right, right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to the fucking Arnold. If if Joey stays in Canada, I might go to the Arnold. But if he's going to go, I got. I don't know. I got to stay home. You might no, need I, both I, of us. I uh, no, but... I financially can't recover from 2023, so I don't think I can do the Arnold this year. <laughs> well, kind of like Keith was saying, I'm not opposed to having guys come over and train. I've met a few guys here and there locally, like whether they're buying equipment or they just come over to, to try something out. Um, I'm not opposed to getting a you know a couple of days a week having a crew or having a couple of guys that that are in the same type of training. So if that happens, you know, guys, feel free to reach out. You know, I've told Grant when he's in town, uh, Kurt Lockers, Kurt Lockers actually came here, but Grant, like, hey, if you're passing through and you don't have anywhere to go, you can come lift here. We've got strength co plates. We got Massonomics banners. So come on through. It's the go to plates. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you and I have a bet on who, who got the most views or something? Was it, was it, was that just a push up bet or something? I think between. Yeah. Like, that's, like yeah. That was one of our early, early on. Kurt, like, uh, uh, that was, I think that was like two years ago now. The, the Gluck video versus Kurt Locker. Yeah. Like, and then I don't think yours came out. Yours came out later. Ours came yeah. out earlier, but, uh, I think Gluck had did that other one before yours, but, um, yeah. RIP to that guy. But that yeah, guy. you murdered me. And like uh, in the, in the video, Gluck says, hopefully this has, uh, Tens of thousands of views, and Keith goes, "Yeah, hopefully." <laughs> and he's got tens of thousands of views. So. That's all right. No, the the other guy you just mentioned, he uh, he passed away within the last yeah. six months or so. Sorry to hear that. Um, but he actually has a. There's like a. So I guess one thing I was going to talk about earlier, never got to. Uh, he's got a a, a benefit that's a, it's just a it's a strongman show to raise money for 
the place where he would go to New York City to stay for free while he was getting his cancer treatment in New York City. So he's like, you know, he started this when he was still alive. And then uh, he passed away last this earlier this year, I believe. And uh, so I think his like family and some other people have kept it going on. So I might actually end up ju- throwing my name into that. I obviously have till tomorrow to sign up for it or not, or till Saturday to sign up for it or not. Um, I'm actually going to do a strongman training session with my buddy Chris tomorrow to see if I can even touch the uh the entry level weights for the amateurs not the amateurs what's the for, oh, for the novice class novice, obviously yeah. i have to be able to like i have to overhead press i have to log log an axle clean and press like 165 farmers carry 250 it's 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 a stiff bar deadlift which is a raising bar so you can get in wherever you want and then uh i think a stone lift starting at like 150 or something so pretty light but i've never done a stone I, i'm assuming 150 like an right. atlas stone lift yeah oh. like a stone over bar so not Oof. yeah yeah all right like a yoke or something yeah like over the so i don't i don't know so I, they're doing like half of those events tomorrow so i'm gonna just you know, see what i can do and you know if if I, all of it feels horrible i'm like yeah no i'm not gonna sign up but i think i have the option to potentially just sign up for the deadlift portion of it only just to like I mean, even it's like 50 bucks just to fucking donate toward, towards the dude's charity. So I think I'm going to do that regardless, as long as they'll just let me just do deadlift only. But if I can even come close to like at least doing one rep of everything, I'll, you know, maybe I'll do the whole thing, but we'll see. But sorry, I only mentioned that because you had mentioned the the, the gentleman, uh, Steve, who had passed away. So I was like, oh, let me, uh, I guess I'll pl- plug that real quick. Uh, but all right. So we have this game we like to play. It's called. You're <laughs> <laughs> so, about to dive right in. And end on a on a, a sad note there, but uh, yeah. This has been episode thirty something of the Unpaid and Underrated <laughs> Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. We have a website that Nate probably puts way more time in than Joey or I do doing anything else, just to keep it up. <laughs> and that is unpaidinternpodcast dot com. Can't even shout deal. out to technically the guy. Yeah. Can't even think of the last time I looked at that website and I, <laughs> I know it's doing great. <laughs> I was, I was, I was scouring it today. Cause I was actually trying to figure out where he got the, uh, I wanted to see what our current number for minutes produced was. Cause I was going to use it for part of the segment. And then I was like, I couldn't find it and I didn't want to bug Nate. So but I know somewhere I can click on it and actually see like uh, how many minutes we put out. But uh, yeah, that website's actually got a lot of good stuff. He actually makes profiles for everyone. So you can see, like, because I was confused. I was like, oh, because Nate wasn't listed as a guest. I think he was listed as a guest once and then as a host once. And Kevin was a host once. And you and I have been hosts for almost every episode. So it was just, it's really cool. Uh, he does put a lot of effort in that. So go ahead and, you know, at least check out the the, the, the podcast website once or twice if you get a chance. Uh, you know, Nate would appreciate any positive feedback you got for him on that. I think we have a blog. We have, we have one current blog post, I believe. <laughs> uh Big Carp, uh, you want to hit hit them one more time where they can find you on the gram and they're in your uh, uh, yeah, just hit me at uh, Coach Carp seven six on Instagram. That's probably the best place. Uh, YouTube, if you're into equipment reviews and stuff like that, check that out. But most of all my stuff I put out is on uh, Instagram. So I just want to say thank you guys for uh, doing this, man. Because I I listen every Tuesday. Uh, like I told you guys, I have a lot of windshield time. So uh, you know, just catching up with you guys and doing hearing all the stuff that's going on out there, uh, I really like it. Keep it up, guys. We appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Where do you want anyone to find you this week, Joey? Or are you back to your? Eh? Yeah, like, like, come on, like, it's actually really funny. I still get new followers. Going to war with the bar. <laughs> I still get new followers that are like crew, and I'm just like, really? Like, we haven't already been following each other. I, th- 
I think that I honestly think that's just us. We're helping the community grow. So then people just see it and like they're recommended and it's like, oh, that guy's got 20 the same people. I'm just going to follow yeah. him. And maybe like there might be people following you that don't even know what the fuck unpaid and underrated is, but they're still crew. Like, yeah, well, um, so that's, that's a yeah. So I'm at Joey underscore Molesco. Uh, one thing I do want to say is a um, couple five star reviews won't hurt. So if you're on Spotify or Apple Music and you want to throw something our way, uh, I'm in Canada, so I can only see the Canadian reviews. Um, but, you know, you happen to be listening and you haven't done that yet. Even if you're going to roast us a bit, do it on five stars. Yeah, we'd appreciate, we would definitely appreciate that. We're on the road to 10. <laughs> so I am Big Keith. You can find me on Instagram at KeithHoneyCut73 or my Orange Gym, the No Wine Cellar. And until next time, oh, wait, we forgot to mention that Big Matt, we don't really, still don't really know what happened last week. He never really got back to us. He, you know, couldn't figure out the audio. We texted him and called him multiple times this week to try to get him, you know, rescheduled for some of the openings we have in 2024. He helped us make that video. So, like, we know he's he's engaged, Um, but yeah, we'll get him on. Yeah, so in the future. But until then, we'll go ahead and see you next Tuesday.